MMR's Preston C podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. And today is the third day of May, a Wednesday. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Two stolen cars were involved in separate crashes in Westchester early Tuesday morning, according to police. The crashes happened just after midnight on Gay Street. Police said the incident began when officers ran the license plate of a Subaru Outback they were following and discovered it was stolen. The driver reportedly took off and led police on a chase for about six blocks before crashing near the intersection of East Gay and North Matlack Streets. Police said the stolen car struck a light along with other objects before stopping. At the same time, an Alfa Romeo that was following the Subaru took off and was pursued by a second officer. The car ended up crashing about a minute later near West Gay Street and North Darlington Street. Police said the stolen car hit numerous other vehicles before coming to a stop. A total of seven juveniles from Delaware were in the stolen cars taken to nearby hospitals. Police said the Subaru was stolen from Wilmington, the other car from Malvern. Police also recovered a stolen gun. So the word is, is that you're Commonly now finding 14 and 15 year olds stealing cars. That was like the. the I got one that's even better in the bizarre fucking. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. There was, I don't know if I had mentioned it on there, but a car in my neighborhood had stolen and uh, we had, you know, them all on our cameras. And they look, I mean, they look to be late teens, maybe early 20s, if even. Yeah. Well, they're, they're they're even younger. Which is wild. Eight of the suspects have been arrested, and one suspect remains at large. Anyone with information is asked to call police. Philadelphia police are investigating a package theft that involved a hacked UPS account, a note letter, and several fake IDs. Investigators say the incident happened Friday at Roxborough News Shop. The victim told police that an unauthorized male picked up her new $1,900 laptop from the UPS access point there. However, both the victim and store managers how the mail was able to pick up her package was part of an elaborate ruse. A surveillance video shows shows the unknown male walking into the store and handing the clerk a piece of paper letter which had a fake notary stamp on it gave the male authorization to pick up the package from the victim uh, for the victim sorry the suspect also had fake IDs for both himself and the victim to Man. go along with the letter yeah the, the victim sucks. says i mean he went and got yeah. a fake ID for the the victim like the person well. that he's stealing yeah. from the victim says uh, she typically has her packages sent to work, but learned the suspect opened a UPS My Choice account in her name and rerouted several of the packages to Roxborough News Shop where he could intercept them. She says he only took the laptop. Investigators say this likely isn't the first time the suspect attempted to do this. The store's owner says that they have never seen him before and haven't seen him since. They say that they are going to be more care- careful and won't be giving packages to anyone but the recipients again. Northwest detectives are investigating the crime. The U.S. Postal Inspection Service says a scheme like typically to organize crime. In a post-pandemic world, it seems for at least some offices, the hybrid model is here to stay. It's led to reimagining both office spaces and commutes in Philadelphia. The executive vice president for Wolf Commercial Real Estate says employers are hesitant to insist that employees return even three days a week at the expense of losing them. He says there is about a 20% vacancy in area uh, office buildings. He measures uh, His agency measures activity in buildings with key fobs and employee badge swipes. He says they're at about 45 to 50% on Tuesday, Wednesday. Wednesday and Thursday. That's physical bodies coming into the buildings, he says. That's cool. I mean, if it can keep going and productivity is up and people save some money on gas, and I think that's fantastic. If it works, it works. I yeah. don't know what the, what the long-term comprehensive study says about 
uh, hybrid working, but right now some companies are saying it's fine. Mm-hmm. Center City District's on-street pedestrian sensor along the West Market Street JFK Boulevard office district shows counts at about 48% of pre-pandem- <laughs> pre-pandemic levels in February. Tuesday and Wednesdays registered the most foot traffic. Yeah, you know, it's weird. Here I look at the parking lot sometimes when I'm leaving and... Sometimes yeah. it looks like the old days, yeah. and then sometimes it's sparse. Yeah. yeah, we don't have to deal with uh, rush hour traffic in the morning, but yeah. sometimes mm-hmm. in the afternoon. Like, it's so weird because, like, last week it's some because, you know, I'm driving my kids all over the place and they have practices and stuff. And I was on the road at what I thought would have been a rush hour time. And there was no, I was like, where is everybody? What day right, of the right. week was it? It, it was a uh, Thursday or something like that. And it wasn't, um, I was like, okay, is this, it's not a holiday or anything. Like, but then there's other times where it's like 2 o'clock in the afternoon. I'm like, oh. And it's so mobbed. Everybody's on the road right now. You, you know, they're saying the issue is, is that eventually, though, they have to refigure. So you lose a lot of foot traffic in the city on certain days. Right. And businesses will rely on that foot traffic. And you have to rethink now, is it? You know, do you want to be in the city? You know, mm-hmm. and then so all that stuff Sep- is shifting. Septa is adjusting their schedules yeah. because of it, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah. So they're seeing the the busiest times are Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Um. P- public transit sees the same thing: a busy midweek commute. People are generally traveling more uh, Tuesday through Thursday range. Said Septa spokesperson Andrew Bush. Uh, there's about six thousand Septa passenger trips each day, down from one million before COVID. Mm. Uh, he says that we're about at about sixty percent of where we were pre-pandemic. Now the agency is studying and preparing. To to adjust schedules accordingly. Large corporations are also reimagining how their office works, opting for less private workspace, a smaller footprint, and more collaborative spaces in the sea. In sports this morning. Sixers center Joel Embiid won the NBA's MVP award for the 22-23 season. The league announced last night, claiming the trophy after finishing second the past two seasons. Embiid finished ahead of Denver Nuggets center Nikola Jokic and Milwaukee Bucks forward Giannis Antetokounmpo for the league's top individual honor. Embiid ended up winning the award easily, getting 73 of the 100 available first-place votes. Jokic had 15 first-place votes and Giannis had 12. The Sixers, who won game one of their series against the Celtics without the injured Embiid, will be in Boston again tonight for game two. Tip-off is at 8 o'clock. Last night, uh, the Knicks beat the Miami Heat 111-105 to in game two in New York. That series is now tied at one in the Western Conference. The LA Lakers beat the Golden State Warriors 117 to 112 in game one in San Francisco. Game two is also tomorrow night. The Phillies lost to the Dodgers in Los Angeles 13 to 1. Bryce Harper's return to the lineup uh, returned to the lineup and went 0 for 4 with three strikeouts in his return just 160 days after Tommy John surgery. Dodgers pitcher Julio Urias <laughs> allowed just one hit and struck out 10 and in seven innings. The series in Los Angeles wraps up this afternoon, and Aranola will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 4-10. And in the NHL, the Florida Panthers beat the Maple Leafs 4-2 in Game 1 in Toronto in the Western Conference. Seattle beat the Stars in overtime in Dallas, taking Game 1 5-4. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right. Thank you very much, Kathy. And welcome to the Midweek Point, a Wednesday. And uh, we like to do some fun things on Wednesdays, including a secret text word. So let me see what we have here today. Ah, okay. We have a chance for you to win a 90-minute float set, a 30-minute sauna session at Halcyon Floats. That can get pretty trippy. Yes, it can. I've done it a few times. You've done it before. Yes, I have. So, text a word.
3333, and we'll get you in the running for that. We'll get uh, a couple of winners later on, one from uh, calling in with the secret text we'll be sending you, and also a winner for randomly texting in. We'll see what happens a little bit later on. Uh, so I have other things like, as you know, money and tickets to give away. It's MMR's concert cash. 8 o'clock, your first shot of winning $1,000 in MMRBQ tickets. So hang in there. We'll do it again at 10. Of course, happens at uh, noon and 3 and 5 later on today, too. Uh, program guests today do include the president and CEO of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. We've, talked to, we've spoken to him many times. Greg Harris will be on. And today they are announcing... The class of 2023. So, pretty exciting. We find out who is going to be yeah. inducted, and we'll get the head honcho himself uh, to give us all the details later on. We'll get to that about 8 30 or so. And I wonder if Mickey Morandini will have anything to say about their 13 1 loss <laughs> last night in Phil. So, Mickey's going to be joining us. Actually, he's on to talk about uh, Homers for Hope, a cool, uh, fun celebrity softball game that is taking place. Uh, so we'll get all the details from him. You know what I'm curious about? Uh, last night and the night before, the Phillies had a position player pitching. Cody Clemens uh, normally plays first base, and uh, he pitched last night. He pitched the night before. I wonder if Mickey has ever pitched in the major leagues. Good question. They brought him in for like an emergency relief situation. Yeah. I didn't know this until Saturday that that's Roger Clemens' son. Yeah. I had no clue. So, yeah, he's yeah. got some pitching in his blood. He sure does, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, um... Yeah, they lost. All right, so we'll uh, we'll talk to Mickey later on this morning, and uh, we also have a uh, Fox Good Day appearance to yes. do. So we'll go on TV today, and uh, we have other things to give away, including uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three screening tonight. Yes. All right, so we have I think ten pairs of those left. I know it sounds desperate, but we have ten. It of does sound very desperate to give away. Overall, though, I'm, I'm frightened by the amount of entertainment that will be unleashed this morning. It's kind of scary. It, it is scary when you stand yeah. at this end of it. Yeah, maybe we should stop talking and, and listen to the man. Stop yeah. talking right yeah. now and take a break and come back. I need you to stop talking and, and listen to me. Come back with uh, more of this amazing entertainment. Yes. Uh, I do have a lot of things to share, and we'll get the full rundown and a stupid question when we get back with some stuff to give to you. Stay put. We'll be back in a moment. Yeah, we want to go for a ride in the car. Our tail is so wagging right now. Take us along with the MMR app. It's Apple CarPlay and Android compatible, which means we get to sit in the dashboard screen. We'll even send you notifications if you want. Download it and try it now. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program and enjoy more services like unlimited free delivery on all your grocery needs. More exclusive perks like 5% off every day on your favorite O organic or open nature items across the stores and more rewards that never expire. And now enjoy a limited time offer and save up to $5 per pickup order with a Fresh Pass subscription. Start your 30-day free trial today. Visit acmemarkets.com slash Fresh Pass for program details. Service available in select areas. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. 
Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's give something away. We have a pair of tickets for the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival, which is coming up uh, June 3rd and 4th at Baderfield. So the question we posed this morning is this. After the 1990s, automobile carburetors began being replaced with what? Mm-hmm. 215-263-WMMR. Do you know the answer to that? After the 90s, automobile carburetors began being replaced with what? Call now for the answer or to the, with the answer. We'll see if you can get the prize today. Is the third day of May and some celebrity birthdays to mention while we wait for your call. Uh, Christina Hendricks, who, or Hendricks yes. from uh, Mad Men. Buxom, Zoftic. Yep. 40, lovely gal. Beautiful redhead. Yes. Uh, celebrates her 48th birthday today. She had a, uh, what's that second, the series after Mad Men? Uh, where it's a bunch of women who are thieves. Oh, oh good girls heist. Maybe good, good girls. girls. Good yeah, girl. yeah, yeah. She was one. also in another one, and uh, she was only in the first season. Uh, oh God, you never mind. Uh, I, was I don't it Jugs? Re- no, I wish, it, but I don't remember the name of it. It was all, it was a streaming one. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. She's, she's actually a really good actress. Yeah. Uh, she turns forty eight years old today. Uh, sportscaster Greg Gumble. Is thirty seven nicer Gumble? He's the nicer Gumble. However, both I, I are assume. talented. Yeah, very much so. Uh, so happy seventy seventh to Greg Gumble. It's Frankie Valley's birthday. Oh. Lead singer of the Four Seas Four Seasons. <clears throat> it says actor on the Sopranos. Did he appear a bunch of times? Or just once? A, I don't know. I don't remember. Right up, I think he showed up as Frankie Valley, if I'm remembering yeah. correctly. Which is a stretch for him. You would think that that would be that would uh, lend itself to a cameo. You know, I got a greater appreciation of the um, of the band. I always knew Frankie Valley and the whole thing, but um, Jersey Boys mm-hmm. uh, kind of gave me a little bit of extra appreciation. He turns eighty nine years old today. Wow! Yep. And he hit those notes now. I don't think he hits the really high ones <laughs> <Yeah>. anymore. <laughs> Uh, he played a character on The Sopranos. He played a guy named Rusty, and he was on seven episodes. I'll have to go back and wow. watch. Yeah. Happy 89th, Frankie Valley, And it's Bobby Cannavale's birthday today as well. Take that guy. Yeah, yeah. he's great. Um, who's he married to? To uh, Rose Byrne. Rose Byrne. Wow. Good score, right? Win. Yeah. He's a winner. Uh, also, he's a winner. <laughs> uh, movies like Ant-Man, uh, the two Ant-Man films. Uh, Jumanji, he's great in that as the... Uh, as the bad guy, yeah, and I, I dig him in the Ant Man films too, as he's, as the police uh, uh, detective. And it's funny to watch him uh, if you go back and see some of his earlier roles and, and little bit parts that yes. he's in as, yeah. uh, as a character actor. And you're like, oh my god, look at him! Uh, so he's uh, celebrating his fifty third birthday today. His absence in Ant Man three is part of the reason why I didn't like it as much. And, and yeah, the, the, that crew, well, those, the, all those characters yeah. were great supporters. They, they really were, and they helped make the movie much more entertaining. And this one, they're just in the realm the whole time. And uh, yeah, I liked it less. Uh, let's see, Rachel Zegler, who stars in West Side Story. She's uh, really good. Celebrates her 22nd birthday today. And she's in the second Shazam movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's one of the goddesses. Uh, we also uh, have uh, actress Amy Ryan, uh, who is super-duper cute. She was here, here in our studio one time, Yeah, right? so she was in a movie with uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman that she was promoting, I believe. Okay. Something about a boat. I can't remember exactly. <laughs> Maybe right. that's the movie. The title something uh, about a boat. Uh, was she on The Office? She was. She ended up uh, marrying Michael Scott huh? and, and actually had, like, I mean, there for that weird show... Had so many touching moments, but when he proposes to her, 
It was like, beautiful. I want to cry every yeah. single time. It's yeah. so good. Uh, she's funny as the main female agent in the movie Central Intelligence. You know I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. right? And it's then Only Murders in the Building, the first season. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, and second she, season, actually. Yeah. So she pops back up. Uh, I won't give it away, but yeah, her, her character takes a wild turn. Uh, she's 55 today. And then the last birthday I saw is actress Rebecca Hall. Uh, and she's oh. in the Marvel Universe yes, as well. She is. Uh, in Iron Man 3, she's the botanist. Yeah. That comes up with the procedure to regrow the limbs so and her, all that stuff. She and E.T. have something in common then. Because E.T. was a botanist on the. Oh, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, I didn't yeah. even think about that. Uh, she's also in. Go uh, figure. The town, uh, the movie The Prestige, Godzilla, uh, King remember, of the Monsters. You remember a movie called The Gift? Yes. yes. Really strange. I like that movie. Yeah. That, 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 Good psychological yes. thriller. Yeah. It's in one way and it goes a completely other direction. Is that the, that's Jason Bateman and yes. the, uh, one of the Edgerton brothers? Yes. Right? Yes. Yep. Uh, she is 41 years old today. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to this stupid question after the 1990s. What automobile, uh, automobile carburetor began? To be replaced with what? 215-263-WMMR. We will go to Tanya uh, to find the answer. Hi, Tanya. Good morning. Hi, it's Sonia. S-O-N-I-A. All right, Sonia. Fair enough. All right, Sonia, in the 1990s, carburetors were replaced with what? Fuel injectors. Yes. Oh, really? Are you sure? <laughs> Fuel injection systems. Positive. <laughs> Hang on, Sonia. Uh, we are going to give you a pair of tickets to the Atlantic City Beer and Music Festival, June 3rd and 4th. Bader Field is presented by Ocean Casino Resort, featuring over 100 breweries, pouring 400 beers. Dropkick Murphys, <laughs> excuse me, will be performing on June 3rd and uh, 311 on June 4th. You can visit acbeerfest.com for the tickets and information. All right, we're going to start. I apologize. I got a little Flemish today. I'll be dealing with that. For the first time in 15 years, the Writers Guild of America gone on strike. It comes six weeks after negotiating between the WGA and major production studios, and I'm sure you've already seen the effects of this. Uh, According to the uh, WGA, they tweeted late Monday night, though our negotiating committee began this process intent on making a fair deal. Uh, The studio's responses have been wholly insufficient, given the existential crisis that writers are facing. Steve, you would imagine that their picket line chants are going to be way more creative. Incredibly well written. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's always been the, 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 the joke is that when they have it, they know how to write a speech. But the, um, yeah, so with this going on, we are technically members of, well, so SAG, yes. And I wonder, would we be required to honor a picket line if we came across one? Uh, no, to the writer guild, Writers Guild are they of America? Part, are they I don't, I no, it's a, it's a completely different unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, they may be members of both. I don't know. Some people might be. I'm not really are. sure. So. Yeah. So anyhow, but no, it doesn't affect right. us at all. Then we continue doing the show. Picket lines began forming outside of Warner Brothers, Paramount, and Netflix on Tuesday as Hollywood writers demanded better pay in the streaming era. It could affect us, though, What if our writers go on strike. Yes, you know. <laughs> you know, I write sports for you every morning. Yeah. Oh, don't go on strike, please. <laughs> then Jackie could write for you. There you go. Romano out. Uh, so they uh, the the comment said the company's behavior has created a gig economy inside a union workforce, and their immovable stance in this negotiation has betrayed a commitment to further devaluing the profession of writing, according to the union. I bet you they also are going to be bringing up the issue of AI. Uh huh. The outlet reports uh, that affected shows so far include late night talk shows such excuse me as Jimmy Kimmel Live Tonight Show, Daily Show, Saturday Night. 
Live, as well as scripted series like Abbott Elementary, Cobra Kai, House of the Dragon, and Yellow Jackets. Stars such as Wanda Sykes, Rob Lowe, and A.D. Bryant all shared their support for the writers on strike, joining them on the picket line on Tuesday. So this is wild when you have this going on. I remember the last time, the last big one, um, they were movies, you know, three quarters of the way through. <clears throat> and you usually have the writer there to punch up scripts or so on and so forth. And you could see the effect for a couple of years after uh, <laughs> projects that just didn't seem to be quite right. Uh, the 2023 Tony Award nominations were announced. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. With uh, Some Like It Hot leading the roster with 13 nods and Juliet shocked and New York, New York followed close behind with nine nods each. Uh, the most nominated plays included A Doll's House. Uh, I can't, I don't even know how to pronounce this. Uh, Leopoldstadt uh, and Ain't No Mo with six nods each. So a number of those are revivals. Uh, I didn't realize they were doing Some Like It Hot on Broadway. Yeah, I didn't know that either. Yeah. You know, I saw a story last week about a, uh, a Broadway show that's called Corn. Oh, or, 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 or is it shucked? Is that what this is? that the same thing? Shucked. Maybe they two. Got to be it. But it's all it's all about corn. I want to okay. see corn. And yeah. it's not. It, they they wanted to stress it. It wasn't because of the the kid, the corn kid. <laughs> right. Apparently, they've been working on the show for like ten years, and it's like selling out like crazy. Shucked. It's at the Neater. Yeah, it's called Shucked. That's it. It's at the Nederlander Theater, which is where rent was for right, years. Right. Right. So it's legit, and apparently, yeah. Here you go. It's full up, blown musical. It's up. Yeah, it's full blown musical. And it's up for some awards as well. So Jessica Chastain uh, celebrated her nomination for Best Leading Actress in a Play with her role in A Doll's House on Instagram on Tuesday. She said, if I could tell that girl who yearly recorded the Tony Awards on her VHS that this would happen, it would have blown my world open. To tell her she'd been uh, she'd be living in New York, performing in A Doll's House, and nominated for a Tony Award for Best Actress, it's a dream come true. Where does she live in Europe? Uh, what's that? You said she's living in Europe? No, that she'd be living in New York is what it's said. Oh, wow. New York. Yeah. Uh, so private practice star Audra McDonald uh, was also nominated for Best Leading Actress in a play for her role in Ohio's Murders. Entertainment Tonight reports that this is McDonald's 10th nomination, making her one of the most nominated individuals, performers in the Tony Awards history, alongside Cheetah Rivera and Julie Harris. I enjoy seeing Broadway shows, uh, but the theaters... Are designed for uh, dwarfs. Yeah, and, I'm good. and uh, <laughs> yep. it's, I'm always incredibly uncomfortable sitting in those chairs. Yeah, you yeah. know they're, they're these grand old theaters where the seats haven't been replaced in uh, in a long time. Yes, agreed. Like when they have a little holder for your musket, you know, and, you're in an old theater, and they just want to squeeze in as many people yeah. as possible because they charge you like you know, of course, three hundred dollars a ticket. It's ridiculous to see man. corn, but they're amazing. If you've if you've never been. Uh, live theater period is, is awesome, but going to Broadway, there's <clears throat> something extra special about yes, it. Yes, there is. Yeah. Uh, Kevin Costner's <laughs> wife, Christine Baumgartner, has filed for divorce after 18 years of marriage. This so could be good news to you, Kathy. Well, good news, or maybe he's just like, this is the reason. Like, he's got so much going on in his life. There's there's uh, conjecture that might be part of it that she asked him to not do another season, and he kind of wanted to, and but we don't know for sure. Yeah. He's yeah. like, have you ever been to Wyoming? It's beautiful. Like, right. Let's go. Like, come with me. And a representative, uh, a representative in a statement said, it is with great sadness that circumstances beyond his control have transpired, which have resulted in Mr. Costner having uh, to participate in a dissolution of marriage action. So if she was sort of putting the, uh, the screws to him and saying, you know, you got to work less, and they get divorced, Kathy... Maybe he'll be back for Yellowstone. Yeah, yeah. I, that's what I'm hoping. So they got so married. The, this his misery will work out to your benefit. <laughs> 
Uh, they got married in 2004. They shared three children together. Sons Caden, who is 15. Hayes, who is 14. And Grace is, is 12. Uh, it's his second marriage. He was previously married to Cindy Cosner from 1978 to 1994. They are parents to uh, daughters Annie, who is 39, and Lily, who is 36. And Joe, who is and Joe, who is thirty-five. I mean, for Hollywood, that's two long marriages. Yeah, that's pretty good. He's also a father to twenty-seven-year-old son Liam, who he had with his former partner Bridget Rooney. Oh, uh, news of Cosner. <laughs> It was Liam. I know. Um, News of Costner's divorce (laughs) comes as uh, talks continue about uh, the actor returning to Yellowstone. Uh, Of course, he plus John Dutton on the show. Last month, fans wondered when the Paramount Plus series would return after Costner. Uh, creator Tyler Sheridan and other cast members did not appear at the show's scheduled mm. Paley Fest panel. Well, uh, yes, and that th- th- they had this one. I guess it was a. I don't know if this is the same event, but they had this um, fan fest, and they had promised all these names that and, and people ahead of the uh, the whole thing said, "No, I'm one of the, the the main actress. I forget her name, but she was had a prior work commitment that I couldn't attend, and they still left her name up on the oh, thing. Geez. So tickets based on that, and then these." They all got flack from the fans because they're saying, "Why didn't you show up?" They, we never said we could oh, show up. Oh, that's a shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Paramount Network President Keith Cox said during the event uh, that he was very confident that uh, Kevin would continue with the show. Uh, though some outlets speculated online the show might come to an end, there are currently uh, no release dates for the second half of the fifth season. Yeah, like they have to do something. They they left it so wide open, and they called it the first half. So, yeah. well, we need the second half. Well, you know, I've I've of all the people I've heard that mentioned seeing this show, I've never heard anyone anyone say they don't like it. Like yeah. I've never seen a show get like almost universal thumbs up. As for Costner on May first. He promoted his new movie, Horizon, and American Saga, on his Instagram account. Uh, Allison Holker opened up to People Magazine about the loss of her husband, Stephen Twitch Boss, in her first interview since his death. Uh, the DJ died by suicide in December of last year. He was just 40 years old. Uh, and she had said that uh, no one had any inkling that he was low. He didn't want people to know. He just wanted to be everyone's Superman and protector. <laughs> uh, they had three children together. Wow, 14-year-old Wesley, 3-year-old Z- Zaya, and 7-year-old Maddox. That's such a such a uh, wild chain of events. Didn't he he walked did he walk to a, a, like a uh, um motel that was close to their house? Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I and think the the car was the left why she yeah. figured something was wrong because right. that was left and he was mm. not there. She said, we'd have so many random conversations, and there was so much laughter um, talking about their dinners together. She said, our love was so real and so loud. We always told people our house was like a choreographed dance. Uh, She said, it's been really hard because I can't understand what was happening in that moment he died. Uh, Stephen brought so much joy to the world, and he deserves to be remembered as the beautiful man he was. Yeah, that's it. We got him in the studio. He's a great dude. Yeah, all the way around. We circle back to some happy news that we missed a little bit, Preston. Uh, Our buddy Josh Groban was nominated. Best actor in a musical for Sweeney Todd. Josh Groban. He got nominated for Sweeney Todd? Yeah. That's excellent. One more time. Come on, man. You raised me. Shut the f*** up. (laughs) Oh, no. You know, I think Josh Groban would have fun if he knew that we we do that. Sure. Because he seems like a pretty fun guy. He seems like a fun guy. I agree. But he's up against Ben Platt, and that's my dude. He what? Uh, He's up against Ben Platt. 
Yeah, uh, what are you going to do, man? I don't know. Uh, Suck it up. Dear know. Evan Hansen, right? Yeah. That's, that's like one Pitch of your perfect. main... Yeah. yeah. All right, so the 16th season of It's Always Sunny looks like it might be loaded with some cameos. Rob shared a photo on Twitter showing... Breaking Bad stars Brian Cranston yeah. and Aaron Paul with the rest of the cast at Patty's Pub. That's cool. There's been no confirmation that the meth-making duo will appear in the new season, which began on June 7th. And FXX has teased an episode about celebrity-branded products. Uh, so who knows? But in real life, Cranston and Paul co-own Dos Hombres Mezcal. And last year, McElhenney, Glenn Howerton, and Charlie Day created the spirit brand Four Walls to benefit... Pennsylvania restaurant workers. Maybe there's some kind of collaboration. We'll have to see. They collabed. Yeah. Now you're tied into them. You're a business partner. <laughs> I was. I don't. I don't think. I don't know if Rob's in in at uh, really in Patty's Pub at Patty's anymore or not. Uh, mm, not sure. I was so, okay. All right. So this is the the the. Um, uh, are they going to come back and shoot anything here? Do you it's know? A good question. It's been years no. since they have. Right. Yeah, but not this season. Yeah. But there are rumors of. Some other stuff happening with that crew in Philly this summer. All right. So FXX added that the episodes in the new Always Sunny season will highlight Max's struggles with allergies and long-distance dating, Charlie's confrontation with his sisters, Dee's fight for rent control and women's athletics, and something involving Frank and a gun. (laughs) And Dennis will try to improve his mental health. Uh, in the run-up, there also have been signs that uh, Chase Lee will make another appearance and that Gritty might be in line <laughs> for a cameo as well. I think, isn't Dennis, though, Casey, you'd be more aware of this, he's the one character who's actually murdered someone, right? Wait, who did he murder? He murdered the news reporter who had uh, who shot all the cleavage and, and she had um, she was in a hospital bed. And she... <laughs> did, what, did he smother? I don't remember. He I, killed her with a pillow. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember. <laughs> He's a psychopath. Yeah. Uh, so, it's been a year since Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian walked the red carpet together at the 2022 Met Gala. God, I want them back. And the Kardashians stars in controversy for wearing Marilyn Monroe's dress. While the former couple have since gone their separate ways, Davidson and Kardashian were photographed talking to one another oh. at this year's Met Gala on Monday night. And he was wearing Joe DiMaggio's skin. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's, uh, and, and he and Marilyn were married him, at one point. Yeah. Uh, at one photo shows the Saturday Night Live alums smiling as he looks at the Skims founder while she talks to Usher. Uh, another shows Kim addressing Davidson directly and holding up her hand at him. Talk to the hand. Uh, Kim and Davidson dated for nine months before breaking up in August of 2022. He was supposed to uh, host SNL this weekend, and that won't happen. Right. Yeah. Strike. strike. You're right. That time, Preston, when they were together, I can say absolutely categorically, the best time of my life. Of your yeah. life. I, I agree. I, you you really had, I a, was, a, you had a shine about you. I was on Cloud a, Nine. Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Yeah, he's got a show coming up on, uh, is it a Hulu show? It's a Peacock, I think. Uh, is, yeah, you're right. It's, it's him. It's basically his life story, right? Yeah. And uh, Joe Pesci is, is a co-star in this show. Uh, wow. So, Padma Lakshmi is celebrating her new spot in Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Issue. The 52-year-old top, shelf, top Chef host appeared on Jimmy Kimmel Live on Monday and said, I would have killed for it when I was in my 20s and a model because it is the holy grail and they never even called me for anything like this. And I really thought that ship had passed, to be honest. Uh, she said, so when I got the call now a few months ago, I was like, you're effing kidding me. 
really. And I did not believe the news on the phone. And then I started freaking out. One of the more amazing pairings throughout history has to be her and Salman Rushdie. Mm-hmm. They were together as a couple. Mm-hmm. I, I, how does that even happen? You know, with, well, you look at Marilyn Monroe and uh, Arthur Miller. Arthur Miller. Yeah. So maybe it was that type of uh, attraction. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was sad to see this, Steve. And you'll remember uh, this woman, Ellen Saki, known for her role as bar owner Rosie on Mash. Yeah. Passed away on Monday in Los Angeles after a battle with pancreatic cancer. She was seventy nine. Enough with this pancreatic I, cancer. I, was just, I keep I keep hearing it. Like I'm hearing it more now yeah. that the. People are getting it. It's awful. Uh, the actor was featured on nine episodes of MASH. Um, uh, Saki played the role of Rosie, the local bar owner. Uh, she was the third actor, actually, to take over the role and the longest to do so. Her career in acting continued on with roles featured in other projects such as Splash with Tom Hanks, Chips, and History of the World Part 1. I'm not sure who she was in History of the World Part 1. It's been uh-uh. a while since I've seen it, but... Uh, she went on to land ro- the role of Rosie in MASH after sneaking on a Fox lot and meeting Burt Metcalf, who cast her in the series. And after she finished MASH, uh, Saki asked Metcalf if he had other work for her, leading her to joining the cast of History of the World Part 1. Uh, she was a lung cancer survivor. She had that in 2004, uh, going on to return to her passion for entertainment. Uh, most recently, she was doing like some commercial work in 2022. She was in an Uber Eats Commercial, but I always liked that. That Rosie's was a cool yeah. little spot that they, I love that. they could go to, um, and that was a sad news. I always say. loved how they would use the medical equipment as a still. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, Emma Watson is opening up about why she stepped away from acting in an interview with the Financial Times. Watson reflected on why she hasn't made a movie since Greta Gerwig's Little Women, which finished shooting at the end of 2018. She said, I wasn't very happy, if I'm being honest. I think I felt a bit caged. She said, the thing I found really hard was that I had to go out and sell something that I didn't really have much control over. Uh, To stand in front of a film and have every journalist be able to say, how does this align with your viewpoint? It was very difficult to have to be face-to-face and the spokesperson for things where I didn't get to be involved in the process. She got involved in motocross, right? I believe so. No, she said, I was uh, held accountable in a way that I began to find really frustrating because I didn't have a voice, I didn't have a say, and I started to realize that I only wanted to stand in front of things where if someone was going to give me flack about it, I could say in a way that didn't make me hate myself, yes, I screwed up, it was my decision, I should have done better. It's part of, you know, getting more mature in life. Yeah. Following the end of the Harry Potter film franchise, she went on to star in The Perks of Being a Wallflower, The Bling Ring, Beauty and the Beast, The Circle of Little Women, The Circle and Little Women. Uh, although the circle of little, little women would be great, great. it would be fun. Oh, it sounds great when they're like a lesbian to lay in the daisy chain. Uh, it's a beautiful thing to see men, uh, and then they flip over. Then that's an actual conversation, by the way. It, it is. 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 I'm just yes, it is. <laughs> Which uh, left us stunned. I'm sorry, but it was also an initiated conversation look. by him, right? Yeah, I, didn't I know think where. the question was, well, how how is it outside? I love when lesbians get in the daisy chain and flip over. <laughs> yeah. Okay, Gary. So Uh, should I bring a jacket? During her break from acting, Watson ventured into writing and directing. Last winter, she wrote and directed an advertising campaign for Prada. Mm -hmm. Uh, She also teased that she's been asked to direct a music video, though she wouldn't reveal whose music video it is, other than hinting you will definitely have heard of him. I have to imagine that core crew of the Potter actors are set many times over, right? I would think so. I would hope so. That many years in in that franchise and... 
Yeah, being able to renegotiate, saying, you can do this without me, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, despite not acting for nearly five years, Watson didn't rule out a return to the screen. She said, yes, absolutely. Will she ever do a daisy chain? But I'm happy to sit and wait for the next right thing. I love what I do. It's uh, finding a way to do it where I don't have to fracture myself into different fa- faces and people. And I don't want to switch into robot mode anymore. Does that? Shut the f- and she said, does that make sense? I loved her, and I've said it many times, and I'll say it again. That Beauty and the Beast live yeah. action. Mm-hmm. Loved her. She was yeah. great. Uh, so this is interesting. Uh, so Al Pacino <laughs> poss- could have played Han Solo. Yeah, I heard this. The Godfather star revealed that he was offered of the part of the iconic Millennium Falcon captain in the original 1977 Star Wars film, but he turned it down. Instead, the role, of course, went to Harrison Ford. In my home! <laughs> in my bedroom where my wife sleeps! Where my children come and play Where my Wookiees play with their toys. <laughs> in my Millennium Falcon! Of course, that launched Harrison Ford, so... Uh, he said, well, I turned down Star Wars. He told Variety in an article published last week. When I first came up... Can't you give me a straight answer anymore? I was the... <laughs> Are we at Alderaan? He said, when I first came up, I was the new kid on the block. Uh, know what happens when you first become famous. It's like, give it to Al. They'd give me Queen Elizabeth to play. And he continued saying, uh, they gave me a script called Star Wars. They offered me so much money... I don't understand it. I read it, so I said I couldn't, and I gave Harrison Ford a career. Where my children come and play with their toys. Uh, Patino, of course, played Michael Corleone, who were here and there in 1972's The Godfather, 74's Godfather 2. And by the way, he reflected on the differences between the first and second Godfather movies in yeah. this interview as part of the People Who Inspire Us series. He said, you see, The Godfather is more entertaining Godfather 2 is this study, this personal thing for Francis, meaning uh, Ford Coppola. Uh, I said, Godfather 1, I saw it recently. It's always got two or three things going on in a scene, and you're always in the story. You're going. You don't know what's going to happen next. It's storytelling. It's really storytelling at its best. Godfather 2 sort of linearizes, and it's kind of a different somber. It's kind of a different somber and moves slowly. But it's a great movie, I have to say. They're both so damn good. Mm-hmm. And it it's always back and forth in my mind, trying to give one an edge. They're just amazing. Again, that series, The Offer, really tells the early story. And Pacino, you know, there are many times he was about to be fired from The Godfather. They The producers did not want him. Oh, really? And so Coppola did a last-minute thing. He took them uh, in, in the restaurant where Michael kills, you know, goes to the bathroom, pulls out the gun, and does the whole thing. He staged that way earlier than in the chronology of the original shooting schedule and had the producers come to see what it is about Pacino that he was seeing. And in that quiet, around-the-table scene, they could feel the tension, and then they said, got it, okay, you're good, and it all all worked in his favor. And was that before, I'm sorry, before or after... Star Wars. Star Wars uh, was 77, right? Right. So yeah, so Godfather. Godfather was 79. No, oh. no, 72 and 74. Oh, 72, I'm sorry. Yes. I'm way off. Part 1 was 72 and Part 2, uh, Part 1 was 72 and I think Part uh, 2 was 74. Okay. Fun fact, Chewbacca auditioned for Fredo. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. know that. Okay. There she got off. Great ass! <laughs> All right, uh, I can handle things! I'm smart! <laughs> tell me if you, would, uh, if you would take this on. A financial website is offering to pay someone $1,000 
to watch all ten films in the Fast and Furious series and take notes on all of the car crashes in the movie. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, actually, that'd be a substantial amount of work. Finance Buzz announced it is seeking a Fast and Furious claims adjuster to watch all the films, including the upcoming Fast X, and track the damages from all of the car crashes depicted on screen. It's not about the crashes. It's about failure. Uh, the job posting states the chosen candidate will be asked to note any car accidents that result in damage, including counting... They the all result in damage. Counting the numbers of accidents, extent, and damages of what cars are involved. Um, Finance Buzz... I'm sorry. Damages. <laughs> Finance Buzz said that it will use the data to <laughs> estimate the insurance impact of the franchise's reckless driving. There was a game. God, what was the name of it? It was a video game that I loved. There were two or three in the series. And there was a, a part of the game that I loved, Preston, which is where you would uh, you would drive your vehicle into active intersections with the intent to... to Cause the most amount of monetary damage you possibly could. A burnout. Uh, that's it. Fantastic uh, I game. I remember that one. Fantastic game. But speaking of car accident, did you guys see the footage of that car accident in Strawberry Mansion two nights ago? Right into the building. Right. I it, mean, it, it, I it's don't... like it's like Fast and Furious level. Exactly. And yeah. I don't know how anybody. I don't know how the dude. Well, he didn't walk away. He ran away. I don't yeah. know how that happened. The reason he comes. So the the footage is pretty amazing. It's it's almost like off of an intersection. He comes screaming in. I think Casey because the side of the car that plows into the wall mm-hmm. is the passenger side. Right. And that's right. So, Preston, this is the footage. You've seen it, haven't you? I have not. Uh, and, no, I didnn't see it. Yeah, yeah that's like movie crazy. level. That yeah. is, uh, and so, uh, that is like movie level, like uh, Fast and the Furious level, yeah. like yeah. crash footage. Yeah, crazy, crazy. And dude lived. He lived, ran wow. away. Uh, applications for this job are being accepted on the website until May 19th. That's Finance Buzz, if you are interested. Have you seen any of the movies? Had to. <laughs> uh, you were asking me a question. Have you seen any Fast and Furious films? Yeah. Any of well, them? Well, I saw yeah the first, the one. first, yeah, and I think I got the tone of it all from that one. Yeah, we well, can watch that Calvin and Hobbes movie. It's pretty good. What is it? Uh, Hobbes and Hobbes and Shaw. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Calvin and Hobbes. I uh, now Calvin, Calvin and Hobbes, Hobbes and movie Shaw. I would watch. It's about Calvin and Hobbes and Shaw. Uh, last thing, Deadline reports that after one season on Disney Plus, Dancing with the Stars is returning to ABC. Mm. The outlet reports that uh, Disney Plus didn't release viewership numbers for the 31st season, which is, quote, never a good sign. Uh, Dancing with the Stars was uh, the first live show to appear on the streaming platform, but they're headed back to the network. A lot of them tinkered around with the notion of porting content that was popular over to their street services. And, hey, the audience will follow. It turns out they don't. Mm-hmm. All right, we're ready for clips now. So, Queen Charlotte, a Bridgerton story, tells the prequel story to oh. the iconic Bridgerton series. And here, uh, let me see, India Amara Tefio talks about her post Bridgerton aspirations. I'd love to do. I'd love to do some theater. I think lots of actors who have been working on film or TV, a lot of them are like get me back to the theater because it's it's like you know it's where we it's the fundamentals it's the foundation of acting shut the f- up ameritafio i believe is how you say your name so um queen charlotte a bridgerton story is available now on netflix you still on for bridgerton Kathy? yeah, yeah okay. i really liked it though even the after the dude left and they did the next season i really liked that season i thought it was great hey how was dungeons and dragons I didn't even know he was in Dungeons. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 
Oh, yeah. I know who he played. Paige Renee. He was awesome. Yeah. Okay, I didn't realize that was him because I, I, wa- I didn't watch Bridgerton. Oh. Uh, but I know the character because he's like this super good looking, yeah. yeah, suave yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but he was great. Okay, cool. I, I remember leaving going, I really like that character and did not know that was him that played it. Yeah. All right, next uh, clip. Here we go. Uh, the Real Housewives of Atlanta is back for another season of lavish lifestyles and plenty of drama. Now you're talking my action. In this clip, longtime housewife Nene Leakes. Oh, Jesus. Throws some shade of fellow housewives. That girl is crazy. Something is really wrong with her. No, seriously. You know, I, if, if it was my time to go, I absolutely have no problem with that because the show has been good to me. I've been there since day one, and I open up this door so Kenya Big Mouth Moore could walk through. You're a complete dirty <laughs> hole. I have no idea who the hell she's talking Nor about. should you. <laughs> Don't go anywhere near it. Stay no. away. Uh, the Real Housewives of Atlanta returns for its 15th season. That's tonight on Bravo. All right, uh, that is the entertainment report for today. But thank you. Oh, please hold your applause. <laughs> um, we have a screening, a movie screening tonight. So you want more entertainment? We got it for you now. Casey is hosting Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three tonight at seven o'clock. It's going to be at the Regal Warrington. Have we ever done a screening at the Regal Warrington? No. Okay. I said I think so. This will be a first time. Uh, so I tell you what. Well, <laughs> thank you. What I said? Not that I think so. That's not a <laughs> not thing that, that I think say. so. All right. <laughs> we'll take callers eight, nine, and ten. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I think so. At 215-263-WMMR. Oh, I think so. <laughs> WMMR. And let's see if you can uh, get to and join. Uh, by the way, today... <laughs> Here, Preston owns the color yellow, and you just created a new phrase. At Dilworth Park, uh, Rothman Roller Rink is going to have a special Guardians of the Galaxy-themed skate. That's from 4 to 6 p.m. today. I, is, have we determined if there's actual skating in Guardians of the Galaxy? Or is it, not that I think so. I think so. it's cool regardless. Uh, I'm yeah. just wondering. <laughs> yeah. It's catching on, Not man. that I think so. Not that I think so. Um, <laughs> I will report back to you tomorrow. All right. Uh, okay. We'll let you know. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back in a moment later on this morning. The president of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Greg Harris, is going to reveal to us who the nominees Frickle are. Frickle from the White House. Uh, we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR proudly supports the American Cancer Society Bikeathon, Bridge to the Beach, celebrating 51 years of riding for a world without cancer. Hey, it's Marcus. Join me and Team WMMR on Sunday, June 11th for this family-friendly ride to save lives. All Team WMMR riders can now access group pricing for Team WMMR jerseys and other great cycling apparel from Volet and their Made in America. The first 50 team members that hit their fun Fundraising goal will get $50 towards their purchase thanks to our great sponsor, Tamman Inc., because everybody has the right to access information. Register to ride with Team WMMR. Get complete details at WMMR.com or text BIKE to 39333 for a link to the info. The ACS Bikeathon and 93.3 WMMR, putting Philly first. Later on this morning, uh, we're going to have Mickey Morandini on the program, former Phil, great guy, and we'll chat with him about a charity event coming up. Greg Harris, the president of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, will be on, too, because uh, the inductees are announced today. Just after he announces them, he will be talking to us. Yeah, so we're excited to talk to Greg later on. He's a good guy. Uh, And has Philly ties as well. Hey, um, Casey played something uh, yesterday. He wanted it to be maybe the new ending music for Tuesday mornings, and we didn't think it quite fit, but I think it fits for something else. Oh, yeah? And that is the stream of consciousness. 
didn't even get to finish saying it. It's very... Stream above consciousness, nerd. With Preston Elliott. I like that. A journey of your mind. And just a way to get to different subjects. We really have no common thread. All right, so... Let's start with this, Steve. Uh, I saw this yesterday. You sent me an article this morning as well. Uh, it's about loneliness and social isolation. It has now been declared the latest public health epidemic by the U.S. Surgeon General. Uh, Dr. Vivek Murphy calls for individuals to build more connected lives and a more connected society because the mortality impact of being socially disconnected is similar to that caused by smoking up to 15 cigarettes a day. It's physically that bad for you, he's saying. Preston, I read this book. uh, An author named Amy Wolf had written this book uh, just recently, and uh, it was an eye-opener. We tend to be, ah, like, it's, it's an abstract Loneliness is, is is bad for you, and it's just, it sucks to be lonely. There are real deal medical ramifications mm-hmm. to loneliness. It literally can kill you. Yeah. And my heart breaks for people. Yeah. There have been times in my life where I felt lonely. Yes. And and uh, there are people suffering at, at heavy levels these days, and it's it's just heartbreaking. Yep. Is there an increase in loneliness? Are people yep. not socializing? Um, the, the, the reports I've read say yes, there has been. An uptick. So, yeah, I didn't see that in this particular article, but I'm sure that there has been, and that's why that they're, um, you know, I run concerned. an institute out of my basement, Preston. <laughs> concerned about it. You know, I, um, well, let me read a couple things. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pose this to you, but it says that loneliness is far more than just feeling bad. Uh, it harms both individual and societal health. It is associated with a greater risk of cardiovascular disease, dementia, stroke, depression, anxiety, and premature death. Yeah. According to Murphy's findings, loneliness and social isolation have increased the risk of premature death by 26 and 29% oh. respectively, with one in two adults having reported experiencing loneliness in recent years. In addition, poor or insufficient social connection is associated with increased risk of disease, including a 29% increased risk of heart disease and a 32% increased risk of stroke as well. The report explains that those who suffer from poor or insufficient social connection are also at an increased risk for anxiety, depression, and dementia, and may be susceptible to viruses and respiratory illnesses as well. Now, would you have thought, wouldn't you have thought, okay, they're talking in terms of it's just not good and it's not good for you. Not on this level and this amount of damage that can be done by loneliness. And that's why, you know, you think about this and you're like, Think about people in your life that you might encounter periodically who maybe don't seem to have a lot of friends and yes. and the need to reach out. Uh, yeah. it, it does it's something that that I hope I haven't missed an opportunity to help someone that way that is yeah. a is a lonely person. Yeah. People have helped me in my life do it. So, you know, it's something that you can hopefully pay forward. How do you get past loneliness? I mean, that's my question, you know what I mean? You you may um you may have some issues with social cues and things like that and and uh, and common interest and just not able to find people who are yeah. engaging with you. God, that's got to be hard. It, it is. Oh. It, it makes a lot of people just, you know, go, okay, and, and give up. Yes. But, but there is, um, I think there, there is an onus on both parties, like uh, people who might be trying to bridge that gap. Try to take the person on their own level and see if you can find a way in to find something that you can share and, and, and you know, help mitigate that loneliness. Right. But it doesn't take much, from what I've read, and in the book I read and in this report, 
to reverse that a bit. A, a bit of social action can really do a lot of good. There's yeah. only so much you can do, though. Yes. I mean, I've been in the situations where, I, you know, I clearly am talking to somebody who just needs somebody to talk to. Yeah. And, and my heart goes out, and I would love to be able to be there for said person more. Right. But I don't want to. Do you know what I mean? Like, well, that's uh, that's not you're you're just you're being honest. Yeah. That you, you, I know what you're saying. Yeah. I know what you're saying. You've you've got a you've got a full life as well, yeah. and and other people in your life that uh, that social connection is important to have. I think I know just about all I need to know about snowblowers, <laughs> and I'm going to move along. Listen, and and you know also, but but things like this has has made me reevaluate. So like you know when when I encounter somebody who might be a bit odd, yeah. Um, I, I I now am more aware of things like autism spectrum and how right. wide that spectrum goes. And some people just might not communicate well with others. And they may be, wow, that guy's a little bit weird. And now I go back and go, I wonder if they might actually be a little bit on the spectrum and uh-huh. I need to be I, I need to be aware of that. that you know? That's something. And there's some there's there's a friend for everyone. You know, there's somebody who you can pair nicely, basically. Yes. And you just Oh man. Finding, find, and, and as as a uh, a parent with with um, now young adults, yeah. uh, but watching them go through teenage years was watching my kids when they eventually they find their group, yeah, and uh-huh. and you do, and there are concerns along the way of man, they just need to find somebody, uh, they find people they can relate with, and when you see that happen, doors open up and things become everything great. It's it's just getting there. You just got it. You've got to you've got to keep certain. You 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 hopefully will find people. That can be, uh, uh, you know, that can, you can share your life with. Yeah. You know? Have you guys seen the movie A Man Called Otto with Tom Hanks? I know. No. You were telling me that it was really good. It's great. And he struggles with loneliness. And um, I don't want to give too much away. But um, the the nice part about the movie is that he starts encountering other people. And I, I, to me, it's a really good example of what people like that, especially as they're getting older or nearing retirement, yeah. go through. And, and, and he doesn't really want to leave his job. They kind of force him out. And part of the reason why he doesn't want to leave his job is that he's needed there. He's good at it, but he also has so- social interactions. It's, it's a, little, a little funny, too, as well, right? Is uh, it, is it, is it I mean, there are funny parts. Right. I wouldn't call it a comedy. Okay. So the uh, Surgeon General said uh, social connection is fundamental human need as essential to surviving as food, water, and shelter. Hmm. Uh, and he's called for individuals to take small steps uh, daily to strengthen their relationships to combat this. He said we can build lives and communities that are healthier and happier. We can ensure our country and world are better poised than ever to take on the challenges that lay ahead. And I, I like what Steve said. You know, some of that, if if you, who are not lonely, uh, can try to reach out to people who are, or yeah. if you see somebody who is, I mean, these small interactions can make a difference in someone's life. Yeah, a little bit. But that's sad to hear, but there's hope. Yes. There's hope. Well, you, and you knowing this helps out as it well. It helps out, yep. All right. Uh, let me see. Journey of the mind, the stream of consciousness there. Are right, people I'm, who can say consciousness there? I'm, I'm going to go to something less heavy, and that because I have less a couple heavy. I have heavy subjects, he but has heavy subjects. I don't want to focus on. But them. he doesn't want to focus on them. All right, how about this? How uh, about these? Shut up. <laughs> Pornhub. <laughs> yeah. One of the largest adult content websites on the internet. Never has, heard of it. Has blocked Utahns. <laughs> From viewing the site in an apparent protest what? of a new law forcing stricter age verification measures. So they blocked the entire state of Utah. Uh, Websiteers from Utah started noticing the block on Monday morning. I, I need to ask Preston, and maybe you know this. 
Are there other porn sites available? I I don't know. I don't know. Huh. Uh, At first, Pornhub posted 403. This uh, state is not whitelisted. 403 is a computer code for a forbidden site. Mm -hmm. Uh, Later in the day, the site was changed to a lengthy message to users notifying them of why they were blocked. Uh, Pornhub insisted it had uh, robust trust and safety measures to prevent children from accessing its adult content. Uh, oddly enough, Busty Trust is one of their favorite models. <laughs> <laughs> Busty Trust. Wait, hold on. So they're saying that Busty children Trust. can't access their website? Uh, they're not allowed to get access to it at all. Why is that? Because I thought I was Casey's doing something. something. I'm scared. Uh, so <laughs> it turns out. was an accident. <laughs> Let Porn- it work, guys. Come on. Yeah. Kathy, I'll read this again. Pornhub insisted it had robust trust and safety measures to prevent children from accessing its adult content, and the measures that the state of Utah was requiring had no proper enforcement. There's no way. They can't do that. Yes, they can. They, they can lock out a site. No, no, no. From who? From, from the no, entire she, No, she's saying uh, they, they, they're, beforehand the, the trust and safety yeah. measures to prevent children from getting There's on no way. They the could just go on there on a computer and type it in when you click the button that says yes I'm 21 is that how it works like I think so you know there's, what I mean listen it's there, like the same thing as as the liquor stores you you click a button that says yep I'm 21 there, there is there is a, there is a charade that goes on all the time where sure. so for example you're on a website and you're going to you want to see the red band trailer of a movie are you and they they have a, the scrolling age thing no. come on I know exactly yeah. so I think so Kathy <laughs> I, I I think that's the robust but that's uh, probably, trust. but yeah. that's probably legal in their industry. That's right. probably how they get. Yeah. So, so what would be? So what would be? Uh, uh, what would be the verification system that that they would require to do the? No, certainly there are things if you if you put in a. Uh, 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 what would you do? Yeah, because now you teenagers have phones. Teenagers have yeah. phones, and so you can't do that second, you know, verification thing. Putting in a phone number, putting in an email address—that's pretty much all and, you and do. And do you want to be giving your phone number or phone information? What if you're, you know, you're not opening up an account with Pornhub? Yeah, right. So you don't want to give them your data. Yeah. So that when a potential employer does a scour of your. You know, history, they but, find out that you're in the Platinum Club on Pornhub. But that might be the only way to ensure, and it still wouldn't be 100%, that people are of age. I am only in the porn. Bronze Club. Okay. <laughs> so. <laughs> you got a ways to go. I have a ways to go. So anyhow, they blocked the entire state of Utah. So there you hey. go. All right. Uh, stream of Consciousness, Nerf. Let's try stream of Consciousness, Nerf. All right. Now a heavier subject. This is the end of a killer song. Uh, so, over and over again. we're going to talk about AI, all right? A gentleman by the name of Jeffrey Hinton, Dr. Jeffrey Hinton, was an art- artificial intelligence pioneer. In 2012, he and two of his graduate students at the University of Toronto created technology that became the intellectual foundation for the AI systems that the tech industry's biggest companies believe is key to their future. And on Monday... He officially joined a growing chorus of critics who say those companies are racing toward danger with their aggressive campaign to create products based on generative artificial intelligence, the technology that powers popular chatbots like ChatGPT. So he is, as many are, uh, I was watching an interview with Bill Maher and Elon Musk, and, and they were talking about this. And the perception, is Musk was saying that if... There should be some sort of governing body. <laughs> right now, it's just unbridled out there. There should be somebody or somebody or a group of people 
knowing when to kind of pull back a bit because it's shooting off in all different directions like Pornhub, Preston. Well, this is the guy that essentially created this. Yeah. Dr. Hinton says that he has quit his job at Google where he's worked for more than a decade and became one of the most respected voices in the field so he can freely speak out about the risks of AI. And a part of him, he said, now, quote, regrets his life work. So let me ask you oh something. How many science... And we can't help but refer to science fiction... Uh, science fiction, science fiction movies. How many times has this scenario in novels and movies played out where mm-hmm. the you know the sure. uh, the invention overtakes the creator? Isn't that a huge plot point in the movie that's uh, about Oppenheimer that's coming out? Yes, and Oppenheimer essentially invented the uh, nuclear bomb, <laughs> and um, he, he regretted it a lot. Although, yeah. Part of the argument for uh, creating it was to, you know, to prevent other people from creating right. it. Right. So here's what Dr. Hinton said. He said, I console myself with the normal excuse. If I hadn't done it, somebody else would have. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Hinton's journey from AI groundbreaker to doomsayer, doomsayer marks a remarkable moment for the technology industry at perhaps its most important inflection point in decades. Industry leaders believe the new AI systems could be as important as the introduction of the web browser in the early 1990s and could lead to breakthroughs in areas ranging from drug research to education. I mean, there's some great things that can happen. Absolutely. But and there n- can be a lot of bad things. But knowing at many industry insiders is a fear that they are releasing something dangerous into the wild. Generative AI can already be a tool for misinformation. Soon, it could be a risk to jobs. Somewhere down the line, tech's biggest warriors say it could be a risk to humanity. Well, there have been a number of scenarios where AI has... S- has said is almost treating humanity like um, like Hal like the Hal nine thousand computer. You're in my way, you, you, and that's that's terrifying. Uh, so he said it is hard to see how you can prevent the bad actors from using it for bad things. Yep. The, the Oppenheimer he was quoting uh, Hindu scripture is now I am become death, the destroyer of worlds. Wow. After he had uh, created uh, or helped you know facilitate the creation of the atomic bomb. Uh, his immediate concern is that the internet will be flooded with false photos, videos, and text, and the average person will not be able to know what is true anymore. AI could create the illusion, Preston, that you regularly visit Pornhub. Yeah. Uh, he is also worried. Could you that imagine that? AI technologies will, in time, upend the job market. He said today, chatbots like ChatGPT tend to uh, complement human workers, but they could replace paralegals, personal assistants, translators, and others who handle rote tasks. He said it takes away the drudge work. He said it might take away more than that. Did you, did you see? So they had AI create a Bud Light commercial or a Budweiser commercial? And um, it's bizarre. It's amazing in some aspects, but it's also very creepy because it's a machine or a, um, a computer intellect creating all the imagery. So some of the stuff that doesn't quite uh, work quite right, Preston, looks like a bizarre um, David Lynch kind of approach to making a beer commercial. I will have to see that. Uh, down the road, he's worried that future versions of the technology pose a threat to humanity because they often learn unhealthy behavior from the yes. vast amounts of data that they analyze. Uh, this becomes an issue, he said, as individuals and companies allow AI systems not only to generate their own computer code, but also actually run that code on their own. And he fears a day when truly autonomous weapons, those killer robots, become reality. Become reality. So, um, oh, wow. And he's not the only one. Like, there's loads 
of people kind of, that, that are signing uh, letters and saying that uh, we need to pump the brakes here, gang. Who was the wow. one? Who was the one uh, uh, research scientist involved in AI and, and the program that he was working on? Whatever the it was, learned French on its own. Okay, without ever having that input into the system. Uh, so he's hoping that, uh, let's see here, uh, many other experts, including many of his students and colleagues, say the threat is hypothetical, but Dr. Hinton believes that uh, the race between Google and Microsoft and others will escalate into a global race that will not stop without some sort of global regulation, but that may be impossible, he said. Unlike with nuclear weapons, uh, there's no way of knowing whether companies or countries are working on the technology in secret. Yes. And the best hope is for the world's leading scientists to collaborate on ways of controlling the technology. There's wow. a chilling movie I've mentioned many times before. It's called Colossus, the Forbin Project. And so what happens is, Preston, this is taking place around the time of the Cold War, a little bit after the Cold War. So uh, we set up this system a la Skynet, sort of a safety net that will control the, the, you know, the, the missiles and control all that so that uh, you know we have a, sort of a second set of eyes, albeit a uh, computer eyes, on the system. Well, the Russians do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And both systems actually join up and decide that, nah, you know what, we're going we're gonna to control humanity because they, be, they have this AI in it. And the image projected or, or portrayed in this movie will give you nightmares. Yeah, it's, uh, it's a terrifying concept for sure. Um, yeah, there's a whole other story I have here about being able to read. What is it? Well, it's, it's about... An AI language decoder that can reconstruct entire thoughts from functional MRI data. Do we have like the time? Reading your mind, essentially. We don't want that! I know. Um, <laughs> and we also have concerning AI, Preston. There's, I don't know if you want to get to it now, but there's that, um, the Beatles, the, the, the uh, a song I sent you over this morning. I haven't listened to it. What is okay, it? Okay, so basically AI <laughs> took, they took a, a, a John Lennon solo song mm-hmm. And they took a Paul McCartney solo song and they added both voices and Beatles aspects. AI did create a Beatles song out of the original solo song Shut up. of Paul McCartney. Okay. And, uh, do we have any of the other? Marissa is attempting to okay. send it over uh, here in a moment. So, oh, wow, man. Listen to that. Shut the f up. <laughs> wow. That was good. And the computer added the shut the F up. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so, so they took uh, they took a John solo song, a Paul solo song, and made a Beatles song. So they they charged um, the uh, the AI with mm-hmm. turning it into a Beatles song, and it did, and uh, both songs, and used um, samples of their voices, added in all the Beatles flourishes. Okay, you'll have to listen. You know, it's I don't know if we have it over. Uh, well, no, she's sending it over in just a second or so. Okay. But uh, by the way, so yeah, they, they apparently the uh, reading the the human mind. I don't like that. Um, this uh, doctor, his last name is Huff. Huff. Um, My name is Doctor Huff. Huff and his co-authors were able to decode words and short sentences using brain scans. No. Uh, he said, we're using MRI data that we recorded while somebody's lying in an MRI scanner and trying to decode the words that they're hearing or thinking or even words related to something like a video that the person is watching from brain activity. How many movies where they do this and the, and the guy falls asleep and like the, the, the things in his id yep. come out and then, then you, before you know it, your toaster has you, a knife to your throat in the kitchen. <laughs> Uh, by the way, it's a non-invasive way of translating thoughts to text. They can already do that, but with, you know, sticking essentially probes so, and things inside your mind. But this would be good for... Quadriplegics. Exactly. Yes, yeah. I got it. Yeah. But you got to got to pump the brakes on some of this stuff. All right, so this is the, the fake Beatles song? Yeah. All right, here we go. 
Look at me, it's way too soon to see what's gonna be. Don't look at me. I never knew what I could be, what I could do, then we were new. What the hell? <laughs> you came along and made my life a song. Well, look at me, you came along just in time. Well, I was searching for us, you came along, then we were new. Do you like that? I don't. Uh, we can do what we want. We can live as we choose. So it's, it's taking the course okay, but yeah. I, I don't. I don't cringe at it. But I, if I, you were to play it for me and not tell me all that background, I, I wouldn't go. Ooh, something's creeping. No, about no, no. This. I got you. So, so, so my perspective. Um, uh, so it's taking only what's put into the system. In other words, you're loading in all this this vast knowledge about you know, song progressions and how things sound, and so it's just regurgitating it. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, when you rob, um, especially in music, which is supposed to be with such a personal expression, mm-hmm. a human thing, when you conveyor belt it up, yep. I think you rob it of everything. So did that computer just create art? Or did oh I know yes there's a there's a uh, there's definitely uh, a controversy yeah. on uh, art created by AI is it art I mean is it art first of all mm-hmm. and is that computer created or is it people created because John and Paul existed and then a person invented a computer <laughs> what, what would you say Nick I'd say that that's computer generated science that's what I would say as well I, I agree I would say that. A fingernail, oh an God. atom in my fingernail. Can I buy some pop from you? <laughs> be a tiny little universe. I think about this way too much, but you know, we're, we're lucky enough to be signed here for quite some time. Uh. When we have this conversation seven years from now, yeah. uh, are we just going to be playing brand new Beatles music because these computers exist now? No, oh, man. What will happen is, you know, the computer, Nick, will never say, yeah, cup, and we will lose something. <laughs> you yeah. know, wonderful. there's the human yeah. 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 right there. I mean, nobody can create that except no. for one person. Yeah. We will. We cannot get what is the magnificent oh uniqueness yeah, of a cup. yeah cup Nick moment. Although, if we could just give that sample to AI, yeah, and, cup. and create an entire have language, out of it, it? have an entire yeah, language cup. created from that. <laughs> Cuppian. That would be oh, yeah, Cuppian. Couple. Are you a Cuppian? Do you speak Cuppian? Yeah, yeah. Cup. Couple. That's like Groot. Right? Yeah. 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 Uh, it's not. I. I, I wouldn't. I, I wouldn't. You it know. Would, uh, it would pass right by you on the yeah. air. And you go. Okay. I go. Wow. That's kind of just an okay song. Right. And I'm hoping that that's that's just, terrifying. Right. But you know what? The thing is, is they will. This is the beginning. Yep. Yeah. They they will they will tweak this. Yeah. And 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 it will get better. It will become more yeah. palatable and more desirable because they've only just gotten started on. This it. is the music your refrigerator will be listening to in the future. <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. 
I need you to stop talking. <laughs> all right, thank oh, you, right. Bill. Yeah. All right. Uh, that's, by, that's AI, Bill, by the way. We have streamed all the consciousness that this consciousness nor can stream. We've learned so much, but our journey must come to an end. Yes. Because we have to go on live with Fox. Uh, that, and we also have to get to the concert keyword. So, yes, let's take a break and come back in just a moment. Fox, good day. We'll do that. The Bizarre File and more. So stay with us, friends. What you've been hearing with WMMR.com's video on demand. Watch highlights from Preston and Steve shenanigans, station events, and take a peek behind the scenes at the station. You'll marvel at how anything gets done around here. WMMR.com. Get social with Preston and Steve. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. And coming soon to OnlyFans. I'm kidding. Hey, you've heard us talking about Krista. She's beautiful, classy, and brilliant, and she's so easy. Krista is Stephen's most loved engagement ring. Picture her, a bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant-cut diamond expertly set into a classic, solitaire, Tiffany-style setting. Krista will guarantee you a yes. Go to IHateStevenSinger.com and click on Krista to check her out. Visit Stephen's showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. You buy real diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. It's IHateStevenSinger.com. Listen up, some amazing news from our friends at Window Nation. You can modernize and reinvest in your home today with new windows from Window Nation with their best deal. It's 0% interest for five full years. Plus, get two windows free with every two you buy. It's a double deal. You'll get more comfort, lower energy bills, higher home value, and jealous neighbors. All with impeccable construction and expert installation. Call today, 866-90NATION, or visit windownation.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So we got about 20 seconds or so, and then uh, we're scheduled to go on uh, Fox Good Day. A reminder that in a little while, uh, we'll get into MMR's concert cash and your opportunity to win $1,000. And, of course, MMRBQ tickets. And this is just the first stop today because we do it five times throughout the day. Uh, we'll do it at 8, 10, noon, 3, and right, 5. All right, today, uh, Preston and Steve. Uh, I'm sure we all have co-workers that we love, but they just talk too much. So this talking etiquette expert, they're sharing tips on how you can get them to stop talking so much and still be polite about it. Uh, Preston, let's start with you. Of your group, when you're off the air, because you have to talk for a living, who talks way too much? Wow. He told me to be nice to him today. <laughs> That's a problem. Well, Casey's the most talkative, and he's, he doesn't talk too much. So I, I can't throw he's him in the talks too much category, but you talk the most. Oh, thanks. <laughs> what? <laughs> you guys are going to start an argument over he, here. He, he's very... Uh, oh, really? He, he's very uh, pleasant. And, I'd and, say it's, yes. a bless, it's a blessing and a curse. For me... He gets beat up for it sometimes, <laughs> but uh, if you need somebody to talk to, Casey's yeah. your guy. And so if you, if you ever need somebody to reach out to, uh, you can talk to Casey about anything. And he's great with that. I would say Kathy, because she... Always about sumo wrestling. Always. Sumo, sumo, sumo. Yes. And I never... It's her thing. No. Uh, listen, we... we, ta- we You know, as with you guys, we're, we're talking all morning. After we break... Yeah. We break... We just go and be, be quiet oh, for a while. If people walk yeah. into the studio yeah. when we're in commercial breaks... Yeah, they know. You, they think we're the coldest people in the world. <laughs> and I'm like, we just That's, got done talking oh, yes. for 45 minutes, man. We want to shut up for a little while. <laughs> what, what, what is... What the are the, same way... 
Yeah. Right? So how would you tell someone if they were overly chatty and you were just in your happy, quiet zone post-show? Probably shut the f- (laughs) (laughs) You have to, yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, if you see someone coming, I was like, oh, let me get a drink of water. Let me go, you know. Pretend uh, I'm look, on the phone. Hide in the bathroom, yeah. Yeah, there are definitely uh, evasive that. maneuvers that, that yeah. I've taken around oh, some oh, people, yeah. and you just can't help it. Because <laughs> I, uh, what, at work, you are trying to be productive. You're right. trying to get your work done, and when someone is mm-hmm. impeding that... It's not being rude. It's like, I got stuff to do. So though sometimes you send all those visual cues like, uh-huh, 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 uh-huh. And, yeah, and, so- I don't want to talk to you! <laughs> <laughs> we used to have somebody here at the station who was one of those talkers. But we all knew if that person ended up at your desk or in your cubicle, we would get on the uh, PA system. <gasps> You'd and help page the person that was suffering. Oh my God! Yeah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, we have yep. something like that. Yep. It's not a paging system, but it, it, it. And we've also been like, Hey, listen, I, I'm going to have to go talk to so and so. Just give me two minutes yeah. and then come over and tell me that you need me for a meeting. <laughs> yeah. Do you yeah, the have a system? Is important. Elaborate uh-huh. plans. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have well, a? Did we you work with? Go ahead. We we work with Karen. And she hates the fact that Karen is now a bet, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But Kathy, let's ask her. When the doll chatty Kathy was uh, <laughs> popular, were you bothered by that? Uh, no, not really. But but that was just, that wasn't necessarily a bad thing. I don't think that was just somebody that. It was kind of cute. Yeah, it was cute. They talked about it. The Karen is like, you know, this, this nasty person. So I see why There's Karen, Karen right would be. Now. And by the way, I know your Karen and she is not no. a real Karen. Right. <laughs> No. Not at all. No, not, not even at close. All. No, no. Mm-hmm. When did the Chatty <laughs> Kathy come out? The Chatty Kathy doll's been around. You're only I 61. Mean... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, Wow. <laughs> 61 years young. But I also love, especially for you guys, you could get this because we have to wake up so to come work. If you happen to be there late and then people want to talk, oh, what are you doing here so late? It's like you're making me later. Please just let me finish my work yes. so I can go home. Remember the subtle cue? I don't Talk to you. <laughs> well, we had uh, we had used, Jackie Bam Bam used to work overnights here. Oh yeah, and yeah. he used to love to talk to me in the morning. He's a sweetheart, and I and I oh. and I would tell him, and I and Please, I, I said so... I cannot talk to you right now. I'm in, literally in the oh. middle of like getting work done, and he's like, I don't care. He was standing <laughs> next to you one morning singing Gino Vanelli. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. Like, <laughs> I flipped my lid, and swear I swear to God, real yeah. quickly. I, we got to go, but do you guys say hello to each other when you're walking in the morning? Of it's, yeah, it's just a quick word. How you doing? Hello, yeah. how you doing? Yeah, and, okay. and Preston, I get right into the groove, and we're in the and, and people would come we, in. And, we don't talk for an hour and a half yes. until after. When they come on, because we, we, you know how it is, guys. You're yep. doing your your prep. Yeah, yep. yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, uh, I haven't prepped anything for the next hour. <laughs> <laughs> See you guys. All right, <laughs> take care. All right, uh, it's true. Sometimes you're just trying to get your work done, and people are just nah, 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 nah. like, ah, what are you going to do? Oh, my God, look at the time. It's oh. 8.01. we got to do this. MMR's Concert Cash. Now, here's your Concert Cash keyword. All right, the word is news, N-E-W-S. And you have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter that, and you could do it on the contest page at WMMR.com, uh, through the MMR app, or you can text it to the special contest short code number we have, which is 45911. One random entry wins $1,000 in this company-wide contest, and all MMR winners get two tickets to the MMR barbecue Saturday, September 16th. Tickets are on sale now. 
Uh, winners will get a call from our company, Beasley, so make sure that you do answer your phone. Contest rules are available at WMMR.com. And for MMRBQ details, text the word FINALLY to 39333. We'll send you a link. It's sponsored by Meineke. So the word again for you right now is NEWS, N-E-W-S. Good luck. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. It's brought to you by Jade Dog Junk Removal and Jade Dog Carpet Cleaning. Got junk, want it gone? Got floors, want them clean? Call J-Dog Junk Removal and J-Dog Carpet Cleaning. Veteran-owned and operated. Started right here in southeastern Pennsylvania. Call 844-GET-J-DOG or visit jdog.com. An Arkansas woman finally faces charges months after authorities arrested her co-defendant for allegedly buying stolen body parts from her. Stolen body parts? The district attorney's office in Cumberland County, Pennsylvania, named Candace Chapman Scott, Last year, with announcing their case against Jeremy Pauley, a federal grand jury indicted her on April 5th. Scott and Pauley allegedly belonged to the same Facebook group regarding oddities. Uh, cops in East Pennsboro arrested Pauley, and prosecutors said that officers got a complaint of a possible human body parts or uh, of possible human body parts being sold on Facebook. And then, yo boy, on July 8th, a person called cops out to a home regarding possible remains. The caller reported finding possible human remains inside the basement of the residence contained inside of several five-gallon buckets. Whoa. The person described finding human organs and human skins inside the buckets. Uh, detectives, forensic investigators in the coroner's office Executed search warrants indeed finding the gallons, uh, the five-gallon buckets. Uh, among the remains identified were human brains, heart, livers, skin, and lungs. So how were they coming by these parts? Investigators determined that Polly had been trying to buy more human remains from Scott, a resident of Little Rock, Arkansas. She shipped the items over, but investigators intercepted the, pa- the packages. Prosecutors said at the time... Uh, Scott had stolen those body parts from an Arkansas mortuary oh, man. and shipped them to Pennsylvania for sale. Those human remains were determined to be the property of the University of Arkansas. Scott was arraigned on Friday for charges including mail fraud, wire fraud, and conspiracy to commit interstate transportation of stolen property. Dude. That must be where the convenience store in my neighborhood gets those colons. That's just messed up. A woman was stung more than 75 times by a swarm of bees while participating in a family photo shoot in Arizona on Sunday. What a nightmare. Yeah, the fire medical authority said crew members responded to calls of bees attacking a mother and her two kids. Uh, The mother saved her children by placing them in her car, resulting in her taking the brunt of the stings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, The unidentified woman was sent to the hospital with more than 75 stings and has recovered. Oh. Fire officials used foam. And the Uh, firefighters were in those full outfits, Preston. And uh, calmed the bees down and uh, rescued the children. So... Officials urge the public that uh, getting inside a safe place is important if they are attacked by bees. They said, run in a a straight line, cover your face, and get to shelter. Never go into water and do not flail your arms around and try to fight the bees. You just need to go Go. and and take off and run. (laughs) Just like that. Uh, if you go into the water, a lot of times they will simply just hover above you until you come out again. Yep, exactly. So there was a, uh, a golf tournament, a PGA golf tournament this past weekend in Mexico. I've never seen anything like it before. All of a sudden, a swarm of bees shows up, 
and you see all these golfers and caddies and cameramen hit the ground. Wow. And they lay on the ground and wait for this this group of bees Jesus. to pass over. It was wow. pretty wild. Yeah, yeah, your inclination, obviously, is, is to start flailing and running around, but run, try to outrun them. Yep. All right, this is a, uh, a great story, and there's wonderful video to accompany it. A school principal in West Virginia received a scare Monday morning when he unlocked a dumpster yeah. outside of the building and came face-to-face with a bear. Oh, my God. A, hey! A video posted to Facebook shows Nicholas County Board of Education, uh, oh. by the by the uh, Board of Education, it shows Zeela Elementary School Principal James Marsh removing the latch from a dumpster outside of the school. May the, I help you? Uh, the footage shows Marsh removing the latch. When the lid to the trash receptacle abruptly swings open, the bear appears from inside. I mean, he like yes. pops out. Right out. It's hilarious. Almost like a jack-in-the-box. Yeah. Uh, Marsh Teacher, and, teacher, can you teach me? Uh, Marsh and another employee exiting a door just as the bear appears are seen running for safety as the bear emerges and runs in the opposite direction. They were both scared. Uh, who, uh, who says principals don't deserve hazard pay, the Facebook post said. Uh, Marsh said the bear must have managed to squeeze past the dumpster latch to get into the container and then found itself unable to escape once the lid closed behind it. What we thought was wild is that the guy runs like in a, a direction opposite of the door he came out of. Oh, you know? really? <laughs> yeah. Uh, a, this is scary. A baseball player for Texas A&M, Texarkana, was shot while standing in the bullpen during a home game on Saturday. Uh- Police posted to Facebook on Saturday evening that it was investigating the circumstances of the shooting, and it appeared that he was struck by a bullet from some type of altercation in a nearby neighborhood west of the park. believe that? Yeah, the school said in a statement that the unidentified player was being treated. A local hospital was in stable condition. Uh, The player is 18 years old. Uh, The paper said that the shooting happened in about the fifth inning of the school's game and that the student was shot in the chest. Wow. Uh, the game was declared a no contest after the shooting, and the school Sunday morning said that uh, its softball doubleheader at LSU Alexandria had been canceled because of that shooting. A McDonald's in Kentucky has been fined for hiring two unpaid 10-year-old children <laughs> and at times making them work as late as 2 a.m., the Department of Labor. Ten-year-olds. Said. Yeah. Uh, the pair of children were employed by Bauer Food LLC, a Louisville-based uh, based operator of 10 McDonald's restaurants. The two children would prepare and distribute food orders, clean the restaurant, work at the drive-thru, and operate a register. Hey, can, uh, can you close up? i got to get up early for nursery school. Uh, investigators also found that one of the 10-year-olds was allowed to work the deep fryer, which is a prohibited task for workers under 16 years old. Uh, Bauer Food told Insider that the two kids were visiting their parent, a night manager at one of the restaurants. Yeah, I could use you two. And were not approved by management to be in that part of the restaurant. Any work done by the children was at the direction and in the presence of their parents. Uh, the operator said the kids' work was never authorized by management or the franchise leadership. Uh, Bauer Food added that it's made sure that its employees are now clear on the company's policy regarding children visiting their parent or guardian at work. And must be 11. They said under no circumstances should there ever be a 10-year-old child working in a fast food kitchen around hot grills, ovens, and deep fryers. Uh, so the Labor Department also found that Bauer Foods allowed 22 other teenagers under the age of 16 to work more than legally permitted hours. Under federal labor law, 14- and 15-year-olds can work up to 40 hours on a non-school week and 18 hours during a school week. 
Uh, they were fined about $40,000. And another two McDonald's operators were also fined for allowing minors to work beyond legally permitted hours. I might be 10 year old, but I'll beat your ass. <laughs> I'll beat your ass. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the bizarre file for you. You have about five minutes left to enter the word news. That is our MMR concert cash giveaway keyword. So do it now through WMMR.com or on the MMR app or text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. Again, the word is news, N-E-W-S. As we take a break, I'm going to give away some more passes, and it's for the Guardians of the Galaxy 3 screening, which is tonight, by the way. Uh, Casey will be hosting at the Regal Warrington at 7 p.m., so we'll take callers a one two three uh-huh. at two one five two six three WMMR one two three, and we will give you those passes. So uh, call now, and keep in mind there's a special thing going on at Dilworth Park today, a roller skating event uh, from four to six p.m. for Guardians of the Galaxy three. So remember, callers one two three a one two three. We'll set you up, and we'll be right back with the president of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, yes, and the inductions for this year's class. We'll be right back. On Steve Show Podcast. 933 WMMR. Everything that rocks. In uh, just a few minutes, we're going to talk to the presidency of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Mr. Greg Harris. Are we doing that uh, via Zoom, by the yes. way? Okay, good. Oh, so, Zoom. Uh, yeah, they just announced the uh, the nominees, so we'll go over those uh, with him in a couple of minutes. Kathy, can I borrow your makeup? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you need to dress up a little bit. Uh, Nick, you'd like to mention this really cool event coming up this weekend. Yeah, so it's called uh, Big Climb Philly. I've done it uh, several years. This year is at the link, and um, I've hosted it and been a part of it for a long time, and I'm really excited that it's at the link this year. Unfortunately, I can't make it. I have to go to a funeral on, uh, or I, I'm going to a funeral on, on Saturday morning, so I'm not going to be able to go, which really bums me out. I was looking forward to participating in it. It, it benefits uh, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society, uh, but I want to extend my gratitude to two people specifically uh, who are going to step up in my stead. Uh, one is Jackie Bam. Oh, he's going to be down there to host it. Jackie. great. And by the way, Jackie's just a million times better at events than I ever can be. <laughs> so uh, if you're going to be able to go uh, or join Team Luke, uh, you'll get to see Jackie. And so that'll be Saturday morning. And then I also want to thank Bob Havens because he's going to step up and be the team captain that oh, day. Cool. Bob's a great dude. Bob is just the best. He's a listener of the show. He's um, made dog tags for Team Luke in the past. He's been a really big supporter for for me and my family, my brother Luke. I mean, my brother Adam's uh, son Luke is in remission from leukemia, so that's why I got involved in this in the first place. But uh, thanks so much to Jackie Bam Bam. Thanks so much to Bob Havens. All the information about Big Climb is on uh, PrestonandSteve.com. So if you'd like to go, be a part of the event, you can still sign up. We're looking for team members. And, and the uh, link. And it's at the link. It's that's gonna, that's you know, awesome. It's going to be a nice weekend for it. So uh, um, I'm, I wish I could be there, um, but I'm really uh, glad that uh, a lot of other people can. And, uh, yeah, we'd love to have you be a part of Team Luke if you can do it. Nice. Um, we had a couple of minutes before uh, we're going to get Greg on, but um, I have a couple of uh, emails to uh, pass them in for long. Nick, uh, this is uh, from a Chicago listener, uh, and it says... Chicago? Uh, yeah. Uh, it's from a guy named Chicago. Phil, Phil Bird. Chicago! <laughs> Phil Bird. He said, uh, <laughs> this exchange probably isn't even going to be a blip on your radar from 15 years ago, but I wanted to reach out and say thank you for everything you've done for me over the years. The experience back in 2008 gave me such a strong identity and real connection with people. I also struggled with things... Uh, that you shared publicly over the years, and I always admired your bravery to spill your guts to the Philadelphia area and later to the world. This was sent to Nick. Uh, I'll be 40 this year, and I've been listening since I was in high school. I live in Chicago now, and there are some diehard Sunny fans here, and I'm always quick to point out 
that, oh, those construction workers, <laughs> those are radio DJs at Max Big Break uh, and are local celebrities, and I sat in on their show once. They are effing rad, you jabronis. <laughs> anyway, I hope you're well. Uh, and Gadzooks and says, go birds, uh, from Phil Bird. So thank you, Phil. We appreciate it. The first time Phil and I corresponded was back in 2008. It was right after uh, Marissa. Oh, she's getting ready for the, to do the Zoom. But Marissa had met up with um, Taylor Hawkins and did the uh, Hungry right. Hungry Hippos. And, and so this guy Phil's a huge Foo Fighters fan, and he was very happy for Marissa because she got to meet Taylor. Okay. Uh, this is a, um, this one's from England. It says, good morning, it. Hey, gang, I've been listening to your show since my stepdad had me tune in during middle school and still listen to you guys from England as now it's primary school, which is elementary school in America. Your show makes me feel close to home when I need some Philly comfort. Uh, my partner and I have officially moved into our first house recently. A flat. And would love nothing more than an enormous housewarming shirt ah. uh, for the show whenever possible. A flat's an apartment, though, isn't apartment. it? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So they're in a house. I says, my partner would think that uh, this is disgusting, but I'm forever laughing at fart and poop jokes, so myself and my parents would love it. And says, uh, quick side note, I will never forget when I worked on The Upside, at, that's a movie, by the way, Brian Cranston was in it, oh, yeah. and Preston was taking a tour of the Aston Production Offices, uh, offices Studios, etc., uh, but I was on a lunch run for the production office, so I missed out on meeting him, so hashtag sad bro. But I have been on the in the WMMR studios a few times, so hashtag no sad bro. Uh, thanks so much, Gadzooks and Ray John. That is from Ryan Mills. So shout out, <laughs> congratulations, Ryan. And then this one is a uh, this is from Kurt Anderson, who's a, a longtime fan, and he wanted a congratulations. He's like he's like yeah, it's beyond egotistical, more than sanctimonious, rather selfish and downright self righteous to request a personal shout out. But damn it, why not? I worked my ass off for this, and I'm proud of it. Um, and he has earned his national EMS certification. Oh. So, Kirk, congratulations. <laughs> Professor of Physiology, Department of Biological Sciences, Ohio State University. You've heard me read his emails before. And then I wanted to mention this one for sure. Uh, I got this actually on uh, Monday. I believe, no, actually, it came out yesterday. I said, I don't know if you have time or I don't know what time to call in and ask for a short up, but my friend Bernie Higgins turned 97 years old yesterday and is going in for a triple bypass today. He gives his time and energy to charities and the homeless and keeps busy by doing free work for the elderly in our area. We went to have Bernie. We want to have Bernie around for a long time. Bernie. He's an avid listener of the President Steve Show. Even Ah. at 97 years old, he remains faithful to friends, family, and your crew. So all of us who know and love him thought he deserved at the very least a shard out. That's from Gene and Friends of Bernie. So Gene Clark. We got to get Bernie in here. Sit in on the show. Happy here. He's doing all right. I got a follow-up email that says he's doing well. Excellent. Excellent. Uh, Here's another one. It says, I'd like a shout-out for my beautiful daughter-in-law, Michaela Del Soto, who is an awesome teacher at Strathaven Middle School in Delco. Her my son who wrote to you in 2015 to save, uh, save my life. And you read the email on air. I was blessed with a living kidney donor transplant. Uh, wow. So I have to say we are all MMR fans in our family. So I guess we helped out with that. Yeah. We Which found this great. place that this guy has a whole bunch of buckets full of organs. Oh, yeah. And we were able to get some stuff. <laughs> I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, that right, is, right in PA. That is from Maureen Del Sordo. So oh, this is for awesome. Michaela Del Sordo. It says Del Soto. 
in Del Sordo. Yeah, it's like uh, schedule and schedule. Yes, it's like that. Hey, you know what? Can I, um, I, I want to, because uh, you just mentioned Strathaven Middle School, and I need to uh, do this shout out, which is long overdue. Uh, this is from a guy named Dan Massey, and he is an art teacher at Strathaven Middle School in uh, Wallingford. And um, I had uh, some artwork that his students had done. Uh, and that uh, that they sent my way was really really cool. But uh, there's a guy named Brad that this guy works with as well. And if you ever see like my Delco shirts and stuff like that, he does all that. He does all wow. that. Yeah, so it's good he, stuff. Really really great artist. He does a lot of great um, uh, uh, t-shirts and stuff like that. And they work out of these uh, you know pop up shops, right? And Ridley and, and Swarthmore and stuff like that. So I just wanted to give a, a shout out and a thank you to Dan and Brad and, and all the students at Strathaven uh, Middle School. Well, if we're killing time, can I uh, do one as well, Preston? Yeah, all right. Right, so I mentioned this earlier this week, or probably yesterday, which should be earlier this week, technically. <laughs> uh, but uh, there is a, a benefit for the Snyderman family. They lost, well, they pretty much their house is is, is gone from a, a fire they had on April 25th. They're going to be living out of their home for the foreseeable future. And so this benefit is at Graham's Pub. It's this Friday from 8 to 11. These are great people. Eric is, is a great guy, and uh, have not, I, I think I've met the rest of his family. But regardless, I'm going to show up around 8 o'clock and hang out for a bit. It's at Graham's which is a cool pub. Again, they're offering over their facilities. And uh, a $50 wristband gets you Wells Domestics and Wine. Uh, it's a cash-only bar. There's going to be tons of raffles uh, donated by, they say, the amazing, generous local businesses. And it's a it's a neighbor sort of thing. It's a Roxborough kind of thing. It's, it's, it's um, neighbors rising together to help this uh, family. You know, uh, they're very humble, and they, they, you know, they were not begging for assistance, but... You know, friends want to help friends, so they're doing this uh, this event uh, this Friday night again. It's at Graham's Pub on Ridge in Roxborough, and uh, would love to see you come down there and maybe help this family out if you are you know the capacity to do so. Awesome, excellent. All right, well, we now have our guest ready to go, and we're excited because, ladies and gentlemen, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame has announced their 2023 inductees, and we're of course always excited to have on. The president and CEO of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Mr. Greg Harris. Hey! Good morning, Greg. Uh, good morning. Thank you for that generous introduction. And uh, as a uh, as a born and raised in the Delaware Valley, hearing Fran's Pub brought back a lot of memories. <laughs> well, Graham's, but yeah. <laughs> nice man. Well, so, hey, we're we're excited that uh, that you guys are doing it again. Uh, yes. Another another event coming up for obviously the induction ceremonies. And by the way, when will that take? We'll get to all who's in, but when when do you actually do the inductions, Greg? It's going to be November third, which is a Friday night um, in at Barclays Arena in Brooklyn, um, where I believe the Sixers just swept Hi. the Nets. Yeah. Uh, last week in Beautiful. four, and um, we're um, we're going to do it there. And tickets and all, all that other stuff will be announced at a later date. But okay. that's the day in the calendar. Let's talk about who we're going to honor. Let's do it. Let's night. do it. Yep. Um, right. You dive have you in. Read them out on the air yet, or is the, this no? The you order do you see fit? We have not read these on the air yet. No. All right. So in the performer category, uh, the great Kate Bush, there you uh, go. multiple nominee, Cheryl Crow, yes. Amazing Songwriter, performer, Missy Elliott, uh, innovator, first time on the ballot, goes in. George Michael, Willie, Rage Against the Machine. Wow. And the final in the performers category is none other than the Spinners. The Spinners. Wow. That's pretty wild. Wow. Man. An eclectic lot. Yes, very much so. Yes. And the Spinners with great Philly connections um, and uh, Philly International Records and recording there. Uh, fun to bring them to you guys. 
And then there's some special committees. And on the special committees, it's hip-hop pioneer DJ Cool Herc. It's the guitar-slinging man Link Ray is going in. Uh, The great Shaka Khan is going in after seven nominations. Uh, Al Cooper, uh, producer, organist on Dylan's Like a Rolling Stone, um, played with him at Newport when they went electric and many other things. Um, Elton John's partner... Uh, in music, uh, his lyricist, Bernie Taupin. Wow. Yes, the great Bernie Taupin, yeah. Great. And then Don Cornelius, um, pioneer. Um, uh, soul Train. Founding Soul Train and bringing that to the nation. So Yeah. Uh, got, got a reference uh, that that is essentially, uh, you know, the contemporary version of Bandstand. Yeah. And uh, it went national. Yeah. And and like Steve said, this is a, a eclectic is the right word, Steve. It's uh, you're we are all over the board as yeah. far as uh, rock and influences to rock music. And, uh, uh, I you know, and I want to point out that um, George Michael got the pen vote. Is that right, Greg? He did. Uh, he was the tops in the fan vote. Um, and, um, you know, it's always an interesting one. Last year, I think the top six or seven went in. Uh, this year, uh, he really ran the table, and um, and and he went in. You know, it's funny because uh, everybody reacts in different ways, and you see the name Missy Elliott, and you go, "They're not going to Hall of Fame." But the truth of the matter is that Missy Elliott, on the production side, um, there's a lot of innovation that took place when she, you know, was on her main initial run. So you got to give it to her on that. Yeah, you know, I, I agree, and you're right, and I think actually prompt those that don't know her that well to check out her music and they're going to be blown away uh she's the first female hip-hop artist going into the rock and roll hall of fame uh well deserved and and so many other artists look to her as a major influence uh influence on their career very cool you know what i wanted to ask i don't know if it's even uh is is gordon lightfoot uh Uh, he is not um you know sad day with his passing um, wonderful storyteller, wonderful songwriter. Uh, not going in, but... Um, but but uh, the potential does exist, yes? There's no... Uh, yeah, there's no yeah. no prohibition against it. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, it's uh, he's definitely in the news, so people are talking about him. Right, I was just curious, uh, not to, yeah. not to uh, you distract from this, but there's, there's a bunch of uh, cool stuff going on here. And the other question would be, any plans to do this here one year in one of our oh. venues, mm. right? Wow. You know, I would love that. I could stay with my mom uh, and see family and come down. I was there last week for the Philadelphia um, uh, Music Alliance Walk of Fame dinner. I mean, Greg, we had had the Pope here. He did a a three-and-a-half-hour concert. It was amazing. (laughs) He finished with Darkness on the Edge of Town. It was incredible. Wow. (laughs) Yeah, did he go for three-and-a-half hours? (laughs) Three-and-a-half. Hey, Greg, I know, you know, being the president, um, you you have to remain as impartial as you can, but each year our... do you have some that you're like, man, I hope they get in? Um, you know, this is a really interesting group of, of artists. There's been, because so many were nominated before, I've been pulling for them. Um, it's hard. You look at this was a ballot of 14, and every one of them was great. Yeah. Um, I have to say for, um, I'm particularly excited about Link Ray. Okay. Um, he really is the... The, the the godfather of the uh, anybody that picked up an electric guitar uh and um and cranked up the distortion uh the godfather of punk the godfather of of garage rock mm-hmm. and uh just amazing so i'm thrilled to see him going in um you know the others are all great too i'm I'm excited for all of them uh and i'm i'm thrilled spinners are going and i tell you uh when i hear the spinners music 
I think about um, summertime in Philadelphia at Shore. Right. Yep. That's the sound of summer, and it's just brilliant, brilliant compositions, brilliant arrangements, um, and um, and really amazing music. So I could say great things about all of them, and it's all genuine. They're all terrific. The Spinners actually made it into my baby book because when I was a child, a little, like, two-, three-year-old kid, this was my favorite song. Oh, Rubber, Rubber Band? Band? Man, Man. Really? Yeah. So when you go into like, oh, you know, like these are the things that he's into. He likes peach cobbler, and he likes this, and he loves Rubber Band Man. <laughs> hey, I got, I, I do, I host trivia night um, a couple times a year. And one of my favorite trivia questions that I've come up with is, is uh, what artist is in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame the most times? Oh, are you asking Greg that? I'm question? asking Greg that question. Man, talk about putting me on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> It, is it is it Clapton? It is Clapton. No kidding, because yep. all the different bands he was mm-hmm. in and as a solo, and solo artist, artist as well. Well, yeah. well deserved. Yeah, you forget how permutations of you know an artist's career are become eligible at certain points uh, to that. Uh, Kate Bush, I love to see Kate Bush in this uh, in this uh, category and yeah. being inducted. She so well deserves it. How much uh, do you think the um, her resurgence with um, the Stranger, Stranger Things, Things helped uh, facilitate this? You know what? What's interesting? Um, she was nominated to, for induction on the ballot before Stranger Things even came out. Okay. So that was that was the the nominating committee that recognizes you know great music and says this person deserves to be considered. So she was there with that group. But I think public awareness always helps. Right. Um, it helps the voting body to remind everybody. Most of the voters are all the other inductees. So it doesn't hurt. For um, you know, the members of whether it's the Red Hot Chili Peppers or the members of uh, um, you know whether it's we talked about Eric Clapton hearing yeah. these songs again, um, maybe even from uh, popular culture, it brings them back. But she was nominated before that, and thrilled she's in now. Great, great. Uh, what I what I, one of the things I love uh, the concert, the the ceremonies, the uh, when when it's all uh, put together and, and played back are the. Uh, the tributes that take place uh, to people who can't be there, can't perform. I remember one in particular was when um, Linda Ronstadt was inducted and she couldn't make it. She has Parkinson's. She doesn't sing anymore. But she had all those great vocalists come out and sing tributes. It was absolutely amazing. It, it, it was a highlight. It was Bonnie Raitt, Stevie Nicks, Harry Underwood, Cheryl Crow. Emmy Lou Harris and Glenn Fry lined up singing <laughs> harmony for Linda Ronstadt. I, Amazing! I, it was just I, I had chills that night um, with George Michael as you know no longer. As I would imagine there's going to be a string of people who will come in and, and sing George Michael songs. Um, absolutely, you know, and that's uh, that's the beauty of this. You know, it's connecting yesterday and today. Uh, so I'm sure that with um, some of these combinations that are going to come out for the induction are going to be incredible uh, and can't wait to see what the show producers put together um, and, uh, and how, how that works. And sadly, you're right. He's not with us, Yeah, um, but we'll have to uh, pay tribute and, and do something that's fitting. And as a diehard rock guy myself, I I've always thought that George Michael and I, and I love pop me as well. I'm not, I'm not, you know, crazy, crazy, about that's it, but what a, what a voice, what a, what an amazing singing voice on that guy. So I, I'm happy to he- see that, uh, that he's made it in now a question Will smoking ban be lifted for Willie Nelson in particular <laughs> for that particular evening? <laughs> you, you know, the ceremony is in Brooklyn's in New York, and it's legal there, there guys. It is. Uh, it is. There you go. Yeah, it is. Uh, Willie, that's that's a lot of fun. I'm sure he's going to be excited to to pick this up as well. Uh, yeah, he's uh, 
I, I chatted with him a little bit yesterday, and um, you know he's received a lot of honors and awards in in this incredible career. By the way, he has ninety eight records out. Ninety eight oh records. Uh, the most hilarious thing, Greg, was the uh, recent admission by of all people, Snoop Dogg. That Willie Nelson smoked him under the table. Mm -hmm. Like, that's that's an accomplishment. Well, at Willie's birthday bash uh, two nights ago in Los Angeles, Snoop Dogg and Willie sang a duet of Roll Me Up and Smoke Me When I'm Gone. <laughs> yes. yeah. It's crazy because I actually watched footage not that long ago of um, the making of We Are the World. Yeah. Willie Nelson then... At that point in his life, seemed like he was as old as he is now. Yes. But if yeah. you look back at that, you're like, oh my God, he was like a he was like a kid at that age. <laughs> actually, he and I might actually be, I might be the same age that he was right, then, right. right now. <laughs> um, so I want to ask about um, the nominees coming up because you said that the uh, the inductees are voted on by the people who are already members of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So I wanted to ask about um, lobbying for is it is it the equivalent of my kids thinking. That they will get what they want if they keep asking for it over and over again, and that is not the case. And you know, so if people want to lobby for their particular favorite artist or mm. band, uh, yeah. it, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, we love that uh, that people care and that that it means something, so they lobby. Um, you know, in truth, the, the ballot is created by um, a panel of it's about twenty five um, industry experts, um, musicians, uh, some are inductees. Um, writers, historians, and others. And so it's not it's not who gets the most sort of um, lobbying votes. It's really looking at impact and influence. And did they take the art form in a new direction? And did they um, really um, uh, push it? So, you know, I don't want to dissuade people from caring about the bands they love and, and voicing who they feel should be in. But uh, in reality, that, that group of experts, uh, they can't really be swayed uh, they uh, they have opinions. They are experts in the field, and they put this the ballot together. If you look at the ballots from the last few years, they're incredible. Yeah. And um, so, uh, be a non-answer to your okay. <laughs> good answer. And and uh, listen, good or bad. Uh, you know, it creates a debate because, like you said, everybody. You know, um, not everybody, but a lot of people out there are very passionate about um, the music that they like and the music that they listen to. So, you know, whether you agree with any of these nominees or inductees, you know, it's 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 great for a debate. And sometimes I don't necessarily know exactly how I feel about a certain subject until I start debating on it. And I'm like, oh, you know, so, yeah. Got to take a, a few swings at it first before you come to a decision. So, yeah, no, that makes perfect sense. And, and I'd, I'd mention, too, if folks, um, you know, there's going to be artists on this class that everybody loves. If there's somebody you don't know that well, give them a listen. Mm -hmm. um, you know, they're now part of this exclusive group of only 370-odd artists um, in the whole history of rock and roll right? that are inducted. And, and give them a listen. I think that um, uh, we all can learn about other uh, other music that maybe we didn't uh, tune into that uh, band on the dial or that specific artist. But give them a listen. There's, there's a lot there. And as time passes, the artist, um, the music starts sounding... Um, similar over the decades, you know, real distinctions that were happening in the 80s sort of melt away and you realize that uh, that really good music stands out. And don't you think it's a little bit crazy that like your musical palette can change over years? Like so something that I didn't necessarily get or like um, 20, 30 years ago, I, I do today. Uh, and, and I don't know how or why that is, but but it, that is the case. Uh, I think it is the case. And um 
I do think that stuff blurs away. You know, I, I'm a, I'm a big Flash fan. Yes. And, uh, I remember how revolutionary it sounded when I heard them in the 80s and saw them at JFK, by the way, uh, at a Larry Mag Electric <laughs> Factory show with The Who. Wow. Uh, and 100,000 of my Philadelphia friends. And um, listening today, boy, it's amazing how that sounds similar to 60s Garage. Yeah. And Eddie, Eddie Cochran stuff. And it, it really does sound very similar. And this happens with all this music over the lens of time. You realize um, th- that there's more commonality than difference. And there's great connections through all of it. Very cool. Uh, to mention a few of the the acts that didn't make it in this year. Iron Maiden, Joy Division, in New York, Cindy Lauper, uh, Soundgarden, A Tribe Called Quest, White Stripes. Warren Zevon. Warren Zevon. Um, but uh, they can all be eligible still next year. We'll see. Yeah, there's a stat out there, and I want to get it right. Of those nominated, eventually, I believe close to 90% um, are eventually inducted. And the ones you just named mm-hmm. would be a great class. Yeah. They were on the ballot because they deserved that type of consideration. Um Let's uh, let's pivot from them and celebrate those that are going in this year. Yeah. And tomorrow we can start the debate on who should be in next year. Uh, yeah. Tomorrow, yeah. Greg, we'll talk about that 10% of losers that still haven't made it in. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe hey, we can talk about next year. I, I do want to ask Greg about, because um, for those who may not know, the Rock and, Hall, Rock and Hall of Fame is not just a, a hall where, you know, the people that are inducted are featured. Um, there are uh, rotating shows that come through there as well, like any museum might have. Um, are there any things you want to highlight uh, coming up this year, Greg, that you know of? Absolutely. You know, and thank you for that. We are six floors of the history of rock and roll, which is the history of all of our lives. And um, we've got a major featured Beatles exhibit right now. It's uh, tied into that docuseries of their final um, recordings and their final rooftop concert. Uh, we're going to open an exhibit on the 50th of hip hop. And because WMMR is in Philly, uh, I want to mention we have some great stuff in our Philly Soul exhibit with the stylistics. The spinners will be on exhibit. Wow. Uh, in our punk rock exhibit, we've got Ruin and Pure Hell and some other great Philly bands. And we've been in talks with uh, the Charlie Gracie family, and we're going to exhibit some stuff from Charlie, uh, Philly's original rock and roll star, um, in our um, in our really deeperful case that has Buddy Holly and people like that, we're going to add Charlie Gracie. So if Philly folks are thinking of coming out here this summer, there's a lot to see and do. Uh, go to rockhall.com. Odds are good there will be a live band on our plaza, and uh, we'd love to have uh, everybody out here. Nice. Excellent. And we'll be broadcasting there one day, I promise you. We're going to work that out, Greg. We're going to make that happen. The studio is yours whenever awesome. you want it. Come awesome. out, please. All right. Hey, we love you. Thank you so much, Greg. Great to check in. And congratulations on a new class going in. We'll talk to you soon, okay? Thank you. All right, take Greg Harris, El Presidente. Absolutely. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I need to get there. I keep saying I want to take a trip there. I want to broadcast from there, and aren't we trying to make it coincide with the uh, viewing the eclipse? It's uh, it's been bantered about. We may even talk about that in our meeting today. Mm -hmm. April 8th, 2024, which is a Monday, uh, so we could go out and uh, see a Cleveland Guardians game and then uh, watch a solar eclipse and broadcast live from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Well, all right. Uh, let me see. You know what? I guess we should probably take a break because yeah. we have another guest who's coming up in a little bit. But let me give away some more of the uh, Guardians of the Galaxy movie screening passes. Yes. And, you know, I want to let you know, Preston, I, I am going to be hosting tonight, but I do have a very special guest host that's going to be with me. Uh, it's Craig Legans. Yay! Yeah. That's cool. He can uh, definitely 
uh, supply you with a little bit of knowledge no about doubt. anything going on in there. Uh, we'll take callers 20 and 21 at 263 WMMR. The show is at 7 p.m. and it's at the Regal tonight with Casey Boy as your official host. So we're going to take a break. Come back in a second. Uh, Mickey Morandini will be joining us next. Stay there. Is your phone an app hole? You know, full of useless apps taking up space? Well, get rid of them and get the WMMR app. You can listen to us wherever you go, get important alerts, and so much more. Because, after all, the world needs less app holes. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. There's an event that's coming up on Saturday the 12th uh, that is a really, really cool charity. Um, it's the 6th. Uh, Why does that say the 12th? Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay. It's 12 p.m. Okay. Sorry. Uh, so Saturday the 6th. So this coming Saturday okay. mm-hmm. yes. is when that's going to be. And uh, it's cool because it raises funds for a really cool organization. It's called Homers for Hope. And we are happy to welcome our friend, you know, Mickey Morandini. Nice to see you again, Mick. Good to see you. Thanks for being here, bud. Thanks for having me. And along with him is uh, the man who's behind the charity. Uh, his name is Derek Morgan. From yeah. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. Nice to see you, Derek. Likewise. Um, so, uh, thanks for wearing the jersey, man. It's really cool, though. <laughs> I don't know. It just adds an extra I was going to wear my powder blue, which is my all-time favorite jersey. <laughs> okay. but I, I, I went with this one. The stripes. Now that one pops, but the I, powder blue looks good, too. I like the blue. How, yeah. how long was that uh, active? Uh, or, like, for a whole season? It was season. before my time. Was it? Oh, yeah. Okay. I think it was in the 80s, all through the 80s, kind of. Yeah. I've, I've lost track. Yeah. <laughs> do you like uh, when when they change up the uniforms a little bit? you think cool? I do. All right. I do. Yeah. I had a question I wanted to ask you, and I'm curious. We're going to get to all the specifics about the, uh, about the charity event. Um, but were you, Mickey, were you, since your name is Mickey... Morandini, were you a fan of Mickey Mantle because of the similarity in names? Well, he was a little bit before my time, oh, too. Yeah. I was born in 66, so... Yeah. But I thought maybe looking back, you know, did oh. you kind of go... Did you kind of latch on because... Uh, not because he was one of the greatest right. of all time, but because your name as well? Sure, okay. absolutely. There's a few Mickeys that were in the big leagues, um, yeah. but... I don't think I was named after him. Right. It was just a nickname. My real name's Michael. Okay. And it was just my my mom gave me that nickname, and it really it stuck. Stuck. It's yeah. Perfect it, baseball name. There, yeah. There was a huge debate in my family. My my godson, his name is Mickey as well. And you were brought up so many times by his dad <laughs> because we were like, Mickey? All you think of is Mickey Mouse. So when, right. when my cousin was pregnant, we're like, no, they're going to call him Mickey Mouse. He's like, no. He's like, Mickey Morandini, what are you guys talking about? And he, hey. he won. And my, my godson's name is Mickey. He beat out the mouse. Yeah, he beat, beat out, out the mouse. mouse. That's pretty cool. That is awesome. Yeah. All right, so the event is it's going to be this weekend. And I, what I love about uh, Homers for Hope, uh, the organization, is that um, what you guys do is uh, you offer up uh, assistance, financial assistance to people who had something terrible happen in their lives. We do, yeah. So, I mean, we've been around for 13 years now. And essentially, we started as just this little group of baseball guys putting money up to help a local family. Yeah. You know, one of our teammates passed away, unfortunately, left behind a wife and son. 
We're like, you know what? Let, let's help her out. Let's pay some bills. And it's grown now to 30-plus families and uh, almost half a million dollars in bills that we've paid over that time. It's amazing. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah, and it's it cuts right to it. I mean, people need help. There's another group uh, called... Um, uh, bring hope home that we love, and they and they do a similar thing. And it's if yep. people have had something terrible, when when you have something traumatic, uh, there are financial implications that are just difficult. That's all there is to it. So it is, yeah. And you know, I think for us, I think what I love is a we still to this day are 100 percent volunteer run. Uh, we don't have a paid employee at all, um, but. All of our contributors are, we don't have huge corporate sponsors. It's like local contractors and electricians and just like the everyday folks, you know, 5 and $10 here and there and you can, to help these people. You can focus in on specific families. I mean, there's, there's there, um, obviously there are charities that are much more of an umbrella sort of approach and they're going to help as many people as they can. But there are, you know, there's these special cases that sometimes need, very often need special attention and uh, consideration. And the recipient of this particular uh, event is going to be. You have a family in mind. We do. Yeah, the Scott family of Haver- Havertown. Um, so Jeff Scott, he uh, had to go in for you know a double knee replacement, something yeah. pretty similar, pretty uh, basic. But two days later, had a stroke, <sighs> and because of the complications, lost the ability to walk, talk, even oh, swallow. Man. Couldn't go through any kind of physical therapy for his legs. Right. And uh, so now he's at a point where, you know, he's recovered some of that ability. However, he's wheelchair bound at this point. And we're trying to raise funds through this event to help the family basically kind of retrofit some of the house so okay. he can get around. Because right now, like, his wife and a nurse have to physically pick him up, Ugh. put him in a wheelchair, move him around from room to room. So the event's on uh, Saturday at FDR Park, and it is a it's a uh, celebrity softball game. And Mickey, you're playing in it, yes, sir. Nice. Do you know what they got you doing? What, what position you're going to play? Or are you coach? Well, I'm an infielder. You're an infielder. <laughs> so All I got to right. play the infield. Nice. That's right. <laughs> Mickey. Mil- Milt Thompson's joining us. Charlie's going to be there. Uh, Nelson Figueroa, who was a pitcher, is going to be there. We got some other MLB players, some minor leaguers coming in. So it'll be a fun day. Nick, you had a question about Mickey and pitching. We were yeah. off air. You were asking about this. Well, the last two nights, uh, Phil's pitching is not done so well. They no. gave up 13 runs two games in a row. And um, Cody Clemens had to come in and pitch last night and, I, and the night before, I believe. Yeah. Uh, did you ever have to pitch in a game? No. Wow. I never did. Do you think you would have been able to? Yeah, I could have thrown. I would have thrown strikes. I was a pitcher up through high school. I'm always curious. I, I would have thrown about sixty miles an hour. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, I, just, I, I mean, would have thrown strikes. You know, sometimes when when these Mr. guys come Chain, in, Jeff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the heater. Uh, uh, sometimes when these guys come in, um, I, I'm curious as to how a manager selects a position player to be an emergency pitcher at the end. You know, in, in a blowout like. Well, that. let's say it's it's going to be a player that you. Not paid a lot of money. You know what I mean? You're not throwing Bryce Harper out there. Okay. You're not throwing Trey Turner. You're going to throw somebody, you know, your 25th man on the roster, so to speak, that can just go. And they're always told, just don't overdo it. Just get the ball over the plate. Get through the inning. Obviously, the game's over at that point. You wouldn't um, want to take a valued player and blow out their arm. Exactly. But with Cody Clements, he's pitched two days in a row, right? So he's not going to be available to pitch tonight. Right. You know, those guys yeah. can't pitch three days in right. a row. Right. Did you ever uh, bat against his dad? I did. And how did that go? Not too bad. Yeah? You know, I was a good fastball hitter. I could hit the fastball. I didn't like those pitchers that threw the junk balls up there, but I could hit a fastball. I mean, uh, Maddox, I have a 340 career average off of. Mm. Doc Gooden, uh, Randy Johnson I faced a lot, Mariano Rivera, Schilling, those type of guys. I could wow. hit those guys, but uh, 
You know, the soft throwers, I struggled a little bit. I was at my son's Little League game last night. We were just having this conversation, and then Nick and I were talking about it because I texted him a a question, and I want to know if you know anything about this. But uh, we can't remember if it was Dykstra or not that told the story on our show, but somebody did about how he was was so hungover, and it was an extremely hot day, and he tried to get thrown out of the game, and and the ump said to him, if i got to be out here all day. Yeah, he got on base. It was 140 degrees on the turf. He was not feeling so well. Said he didn't want to play in the game. Walks the first at bat. I think he tried to steal second. Got, you know, called out by Eric Gregg. And just started going off in there because he wanted to get thrown out. And Eric said, if I got to be out here all game, you're going to be out here all game. He wouldn't throw him out. That's a great story. Yeah, how's your, I mean, even though they're, they're massively similar, softball can throw, you know, a, a, a hardball player off a little bit. How's your softball game? Well, I haven't played... I haven't swung a batter in a long time. Really? I'm, a golf, I'm a golfer now. Uh-huh. So I'm going to be a little nervous trying to hit, but it's a pitch. <laughs> All right. So, All right. Yeah, you okay. know, and the ball's a little bigger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I got a chance. Because our, in, our intern has a, uh, I think she's got like a 60 mile, 70 mile an hour. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about swing. I'm worried about the hamstrings and the groins when I start <laughs> yeah, running. Yes. I don't want to pull a muscle. <laughs> Forget about your quads. I always pulled my quad when I played <laughs> softball. And by the way, that one of the lowest points in my life, and, and, and by the way, I, I'm sober, so <laughs> this says a lot, was uh, striking out uh, in a celebrity softball game at the Vet. Yeah, uh, you don't want to do of, that. Oh, my God. It was it was a, a really, really low point in my life. <laughs> well, so. you got to, uh, you were probably thinking, you know, knock it out of the park. Absolutely. And you, you can't do that. You yeah. just got to go for base hits. But I will say, my very, very last at bat in softball was a home run. There you uh, go. And, and I've right. uh, since retired. Perfect. Yeah. All right. Uh, somebody said you had a you had a golf question. Well, we were talking about going on Amazon. Everybody <laughs> wants you to buy stuff for them on Amazon, right? right. Yeah. So I need a new left-handed putter. <laughs> oh, and they told me to come to you. That's okay. my wish list. All right. Uh, do, do Can you work on that? I'll work on that for you. All right. What would now, you recommend? Said, my debt now, are, are you lefty all well, overall? Well, it's weird. I'm naturally left-handed. Okay. I cannot hit a golf ball left-handed. It's okay. just ugly. So I taught oh. myself right-handed. I've been golfing for about five years now, and I got my handicap down to about eight. Okay. But I putt left-handed. So I so play right-handed, putt left-handed. That's what Dad always played. He, huh. he played. He swung right-handed, but he, he's a right-handed person, but he putted Love. left-handed only. So I just, Is that common? He's Not really, yeah, no. Yeah. But he's, he's older now. He can't play the game anymore. But uh, my friend... Uh, just bought him a left-handed putter so he could just have, you know, we, we can go out and putt and do right. stuff like that. But he got a, a tailor-made left-handed putter. Nice. So, yeah. You so you're not going to use it, right? No, we are going to <laughs> no, use it. Okay. I can give it to Nicky. I can give, it it to you I can you give you my old putter. We can swap. <laughs> when, when did you start playing? <laughs> really, I mean, I played once or twice a year left-handed. Yep. And then... Really, when I got the ambassador job is when I really started to play a lot of golf, so about five years ago. Okay, and you're already down to an eight-hand? Yeah. Single I'm, digit, good for you. I get you. to play with Tommy Green a lot, so I get to watch the ball fly about 300 yards off the tee box <laughs> wow. with him. So. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, at least you're out there doing it, and it sounds like you're improving, yeah. so but, that's But good. I play in a lot of charity golf tournaments, probably 25 or 30 a year. We just played in one for autism, and I played in Brian Dawkins' tournament yesterday out my way. So Were you at the one in uh, in Delaware at that uh, autism? Fieldstone? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Fieldstone, yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah we got a good, good event. Got a text from our buddy from Brazier says that uh, you're golfing at Oakland at the end of July oh, wow. in your hometown. <laughs> Brazier tells everybody we're doing that. Yeah, we're, we get an opportunity. Brazier knows Art Rooney's grandson, who's owner of the Steelers. Yeah. 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 
And he said he can get us on to Oakmont. Never played it. Um, I hear wonderful things about it. Legendary One of the best course. courses in the country. Yeah. So me, Brazier, and T. Green are going to go out and play around there. It's a pretty How's Brazier? How's his uh, play? Well, he can be pretty good, and then he can be just awful. But he yells at himself when he hits a driver, like you know, a few cuss words yeah. and in third person kind of thing. Yes. Like, but yeah. uh, he can play a little I bit. I played with him two, no, a week and a half ago, something like that. Yeah, he can hit the ball a ton. Not as far as me, but uh, he can still hit the ball a ton. And and you know, I think uh, he is probably shoots somewhere in like the high eighties, low nineties. Okay, but did he like did that. he get on himself, cussing himself a little bit with a bad shot? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, don't you? You don't do that? No. Well, you play baseball at no. a professional level. I'm sure you have a... I know my golf abilities. and yeah. um, I, He's come to terms I'm out for it. fun. Yeah, yeah <laughs> nice. Uh, by the way, Eric said he has something for us. You brought oh. something. I do, yeah. So, you know, we're, we're fortunate. In, no. in, in, <laughs> exactly. I let, you guys, I let you guys just run with it, and I had to sit in the box the whole time. Now, so, you know, on behalf of all the charities and the nonprofit organizations that you guys have supported over the years, I mean, I go back all the way to the DRE, dot, yeah. DRE days yeah. with you guys. Um, you guys have been s- tremendous supporters. Um, you know, we can't do it without our, our sponsors, like, but one of ours. So what we do is crown trophy of Concha Hockey every year for all of our events. We do a heavyweight championship belt for our home run derby champion. Okay. And so what we've done is we've actually asked them because of the support you guys have done is create a Preston and Steve <gasps> heavyweight nice. to thank you for all your support, not just for Homers for Hope, but for all the charities in the Delaware Valley <laughs> over Dude, all these years. Amazing. That we looks great. A wrestling no. belt. You <laughs> have a wrestling belt. Oh. And that soccer's heavy. It's it's yes. put it on, Preston. All right, come on. Now. And, yeah. We'll take turns with this, Steve. Right. And, oh, and I mean, we've got all your names engraved on it: the sales team, the marketing, the interns, everyone behind the scenes. I mean, oh, yeah. you guys go above and beyond for everybody, and we, it's just our own little way of saying thank you. It press it probably it does unbuckle. Back. I know, press. but there's like 15 snaps. All right, on it, all right. so I'm gonna I'm gonna try and slip it on this one. Oh, look at that! There yeah, oh, I love it. Yeah. yeah. It almost there. looks like a uh, chastity belt. Big <laughs> <laughs> yes, Flair. I, could, I couldn't sure. decide to go with yeah, brother. Or, <laughs> 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 oh my God! What's so What's cool the most there. sort of concert like something that's really like like a like a, a wedding? It, wear that to the wedding uh, as your yes. cummerbund. Yeah, yes, yeah. most definitely. <laughs> I'll wear this to uh, yeah, uh, Nick. You're going to a funeral this weekend. Yes. Wear this. You know, I, I, honestly, my uncle Tyler would love that. So yeah. he would he'd be smiling down if I wore that to the funeral. Oh my god, that's fantastic! Thank you, Derek. Absolutely, he didn't need Thank it. You. Terrific. We'll, we'll put this in a in a, in a uh, you a, know what a special spot in, in the office. museum. Yeah, I'll put yeah. it up in the museum. For yeah, sure. very nice. nice. All right, cool. All right, well, a reminder that uh, Homer's for Hope is going to be Saturday at noon, uh, and it's at the. Urban Youth Academy Fields uh, in FDR Park. What's a better way? Uh, homersforhope.org? Homersforhope.org is is the website, yeah. And, I mean, I also just want to add, like, special thanks to um, the Monkey's Uncle in Doylestown. They've been, like, the presenting sponsor for this and really helped drive a lot of it with the apparel. Nice. You were speaking of the throwback Phillies jerseys, by yeah, the way. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't know this yet, but the uniforms we're giving jerseys, they're the Phillies throwback color. Oh, oh, that's fantastic. And uh, Charlie Manuel's going to be there as well? Charlie's coming, nice. yep, and Mill Thompson's playing, so... I get to manage against Charlie 
Emmanuel. That's kind of cool. <laughs> wow, that's insanely cool, uh, Mickey. Before we, before we uh, cut you guys loose, um, how about uh, things with uh, you know Bryce coming back, and uh, what about some of the other things that you've uh, you know noticed uh, throughout the season so far? Anything you want? Well, to I think we're all in agreement that it's a little disappointing start for us, but uh, we're going to be fine. Um, Bryce is. This next two weeks is Bryce's spring train. Yeah. So be patient. Yeah. Um, but you'd rather have Bryce Harper in his spring training mode than some of the guys they've been throwing out there for sure. So um, the West Coast has never been good to the Phillies. Rarely do we go out there and play well. So, uh, you know, Bryce will be fine. The team will be fine. I'm, you know, my only big concern is the lack of innings that the starters are going deep in the ballgame. I think our bullpen is going to be way overused here come uh-huh. July and August. So I'm a little concerned with that. So we do need our starters to go a little deeper in the ball games. But uh, we're going to be fine. We're game or two out of a wild card, but it's, it's way too do you early. Think I've, I've heard chit chat that, that Reese maybe this season, uh-huh. or is he still... Uh-huh. I haven't not. heard anything about okay. Reese. I mean, it's a, it's a major injury. Yeah. Uh, maybe if they could get deep into the playoffs, maybe. Yeah. You know, maybe. Um, he does play a position that uh, he could probably, you know, he doesn't have to run around in the outfield or catch or anything. So, or right. he could DH if Bryce is back in right field at that point or something. But, um, but yeah, I haven't heard anything about his his recovery. Yet. What's the consensus on the on the pitching clock and and that impact? The players and the fans love it. Yeah. I mean, the games are thirty minutes less, and the, the speed of the game is a lot better. So. Um, if if I mean it's their it's their goal and, and it's working. The, okay, Phils, I think the Phils won one nothing uh, a week or two ago, and that game was under two hours. I think long. It was yeah, right around two. Yeah, yeah and, and you it, haven't seen that in a long time. No, and you, you <laughs> blink and you miss it. But I I really like the sped up pace. I think it's terrific. I didn't when we were in spring training. It was there. You know, they were they were using it already, and I, I mean, I didn't notice it being. Uh, I, I, it didn't impact, it didn't impact you. Okay. Anyway, I thought it was cool. Right. You know, I'm, I'm glad that, that that it keeps things moving. But I didn't. I didn't sit there and go, "Wow, it's really zipping yeah. along." Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Seem, yeah. I just don't want it to impact a game right. late in the game where a pitcher gets called for a ball or a hitter gets called for a strike in a key situation. I don't want it to impact the game like that. Right. I got you. All right. Well, listen. Good luck with the event on Saturday. It was great to see both guys. Thank you for being Thanks here. For Thanks for having me. Thanks so much. Here from Derek Morgan and Mickey Morandini. On the President and Steve Show. And before we wrap up for a commercial break, I've been told we have a caller to go to. And I believe this is Doreen. Hi there, Doreen. Hi, Preston. How are you? I'm doing great. Doreen, I hear you're doing pretty good, too. I am doing fabulous. Why is that? I just won $1,000. Doreen is the latest winner for MMR's concert cash. She gets $1,000. She gets tickets to the MMRBQ as well. That's wonderful, Doreen. Uh, where do you hail from, Doreen? Um, Pensacola, New Jersey. From Pensacola, New Jersey. Doreen, do you live anywhere near a golf store where you could buy a putter for <laughs> a local putter? notable? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, that's all good. You spend the money on what you want to spend it on, Doreen. We love it. Thank you so much for listening to MMR. We will see you at the MMRBQ. How about that? That's awesome. Thank you guys so much. I love listening to you. All right, we love you. That's here for Doreen, everybody. We're take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. Be file is on the way. Stay with us. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. That, that Guardian soundtrack. When I saw the first time I saw the trailer, I was in the theater, or maybe it was online. But anyhow, the first time I saw it, um, they're playing an orchestral piece 
of music. I'm like, I recognize that song. What is that? And then it dawned on me. I'm like, that is Since You've Been Gone from Rainbow. Since You've Been Gone. Great song. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is Since You've Been Gone, this is anything like Kelly Clarkson Since You've Been Gone? Nope. Okay. All right. Not at all. all right. Not the same song at all. Uh, in fact, I'm sure you can find it in the system. But uh, but I was like, now that's a, I, I loved that song back in the day. And the people that, that picked these tunes, for, for especially for the Guardian soundtrack, are just, they're nailing it. They're just, they're getting some really cool. Here, James Gunn always puts cool music in his yeah. stuff. I love it. Great song. And they, like I said, they they did a an orchestral huh. kind of a instrumental version of it. And it just, it took a second and got it. I love it. Same old dreams, same time every night. All to the ground that I wake up. Great tune. The music in the Guardians movies is so important, it's almost a, a separate character. I mean, the cassettes that he plays, yeah. they, they, yeah. really, they connect Peter to his mom, mm-hmm. to, well, uh, and, to Yondu. Randy. And, they, and they, they, especially in the first one, you didn't know why you were hearing, you know, the Pina Colada song yeah. and all these other songs. Uh, like, That's kind of weird that they put that in there. They start and, with the 10cc, I'm not in love. Right? Yeah. 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 And, and it all came together. But, uh, uh, yeah, that Rainbow song is part of the soundtrack. Yes. Uh, not the orchestral version, but I right. guess. Um, yeah, so, uh, shoot. Are you going to run down the list of them, or do you, would you rather be surprised? No, I want to be surprised. Yeah, I, I, But, like, what I do like is, you know, so they broke the, the cassette player. and uh, He has a Zune now. Now he has the Zune. That's right. Which is more update. Oh, so. my God. He's, he's amazed. Yeah. yeah. And in the second one, Brandy was an important yeah. song. Yeah. I was saying, yeah. The, the, in the beginning, that's where Kurt Russell's writing yeah. along with uh, and then, his mother. And then he he quotes the lyrics to him yeah. later on. He's like, you know, I, I am the sailor in that song. Yeah. And, yeah. I like the... The, the Christmas special, and there was, it was good, excellent. Oh, yeah. There's good music in that too. And, yeah. um, uh, and like if you haven't that, seen it, you need to watch it. The fact Kevin Bacon is a part of that is also like Kevin Bacon <laughs> as Kevin Bacon. I don't know. The, the, the whole universe of, and the Guardian side of it is cool. And yeah. like I love how because listen, I've watched all those movies many times, but I actually just watched Guardians the other night uh, as I was going to bed, and I never realized this in the beginning of the movie. You want to talk about what kind of person Peter Quill is, right? Um, so his mom is laying in, in her deathbed and she says, oh, did you get in a fight again? And I didn't even realize that he had a black eye in that. Yeah. I was like, oh, and he fought this kid because the kid for no reason killed a frog. And I didn't know. I was like, this guy is, you know, he's sticking up for like defenses. Animals. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. oh, man. Uh, and and y- y- listen, if you haven't seen it at this point, you should see but the Guardians mm-hmm. 2, the Yondu's sequence at the end his funeral is 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 tremendous it's one of the most <laughs> i believe it's the most emotional moment of, of the marvel universe but in this so james gunn talking about his use of music preston peacemaker the series yes. is yeah full of music that would sit right in your hair metal range because <laughs> that's what he loves yeah. the character loves hair metal all right yeah uh well the movie is uh the the screening is tonight and uh so we just gave away the last of our passes for that yeah, we're actually going to have a little bit of... So anybody showing up tonight, we're going to do a little bit of a karaoke thing before. Oh, nice. Yeah, so get there early. So I'm going to get there at like 6, and, and Craig and I are going to start hosting between 6 and 7. We have a ton of uh, merch that we're going to be giving away with trivia. Nice. We have uh, some karaoke stuff going on, so... Are you going to sing? No. What? Okay. <laughs> Nick, what did I say <laughs> earlier? <laughs> I don't think so. What did I say? We're trying to figure oh, out. Right. I wrote down. Hang oh, on. you did? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, created a new phrase. Not that I think so. All right, yeah. So, Preston, not that I think so, but maybe. It's not that I think so. <laughs> I love it. 
We need that needs to be on a T-shirt. <laughs> Not that I think so. I love it. Are you sure nobody's ever said that before? No, I just think you'd say I don't think so. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It. okay. That's it. All right. All right. Well, I think I have the bizarre file ready to go, and I think we're going to do that now. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's bizarre, bizarre file. Brought to you this morning by CSB Media Arts Center, trained for a career in broadcast media, web development, social media, marketing, and filmmaking at CSB Media Arts Center. That's in Cherry Hill, and you can go to csb.com. That's gocsb.com. So we'll start with the Chicago Police. Our warning, South Shore residents about two recent carjackings and a suspect possibly... Ten years old. Ten years old. Come who on, punched one uh, of the victims ten. in the face. What? Detectives released the details in a community alert on Sunday afternoon. On Thursday, someone snatched the keys from a victim's hands and then drove away with their vehicle. The suspect was described only as someone wearing a furry jacket with a red and black ski mask. Just 30 minutes later and on a few hundred feet, only a few hundred feet away, a would-be carjacker opened a driver's door as they tried to park. Uh, just around the corner from the earlier crime, police said an offender who is 10 to 13 years old punched the driver in the face and tried to take their car, but the hijacking failed. And according to the alert, the young offender stands, it says, 5 feet to 5 feet 7 what? inches tall and wore a hoodie, black jeans, and a mask. No weapons were seen in either incident. Bondi, an 8-month-old toy poodle. Has just had just returned from a walk when he began tumbling. His head wobbled, and soon he could barely stand. So his owner, Colleen Briggs, rushed him to the vet. The good doctor quickly made a diagnosis. Bondi was stoned. And on his walk, a sniff must have led Bondi to a discarded joint, which he ate. This Briggs, is happening now, right? Yes. Briggs said that he was just doing his usual, exploring everything, sniffing everything. Uh, and apparently uh, they started to notice that the pot shops are starting to pop up around New York City. The frequent whiffs of marijuana uh, are, and unfinished joints are now littering sidewalks. And in places like New York, where the first legal recreational pot dispensary opened last year, users can smoke it in open. And as a result, more dogs are coming across and eating discarded joints and edibles, prompting alarm, alarm among veterinarians and pet owners who blame the steep rise in poisonings on smokers oblivious to the harm that they can do by littering. Now they're saying on the way to the vet, Bondi kept saying that he was for the seahorse party, Preston. Oh, no way. Wow. Seahorses forever. Seahorses forever. Marijuana poisonings, which are almost never fatal, were once rare among pets, even when medical dispensaries started opening. Until recently, many occurred at home when pets got into their owner's stashes. The American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty Animals said uh, cases are rising nationwide. Last year, there was an 11% increase from the roughly 6,200 cases reported in 2021. And over the past five years, there's been a 300% increase. Wow. In uh, many cases, owners are unaware that their dogs have eaten a leftover joint until they begin showing signs of toxicity. Even then, owners might not understand what is ailing their pets. What you're saying is this whole universe could be one little cell in my paw. Although dogs rarely die from marijuana poisoning, treatment can be expensive, sometimes requiring a trip to the uh, animal emergency room, a stomach pump, and intravenous fluids as well. By the way, Bondi, this dog, yeah. this is the third time it's happened to the dog. Uh, yes. now, it's, now it's an addiction. Now it's it's looking, not accident. He's looking for yeah. him, yeah. Uh, a wild elephant who sparked a massive debate and a legal battle in the southern India state of Kerala, uh, Kerala of Kakalola, Kakalola. Uh, has been relocated to a tiger reserve. 
It's not a tiger. Yeah. I know. Officials claim the that. What am I doing here? Uh, <laughs> you do know I'm not a tiger, right? Are you all that stupid? Uh, the animal's name is Eric Comben, or which is also known as <laughs> Rice Tusker. Named for his tendency to raid local shops for rice, has killed seven people. Oh. I call him Mother Tusker. Uh, locals near his original habitat had uh, demanded his relocation for lunch, and on Saturday he was tranquilized and shifted to a tiger reserve. Seahorse party. Uh, government authorities have called the massive mission a success. They say that they are monitoring Eric Comban's movements and have received the first set of signals from a radio collar. But activists say that the debate points a larger issue of human-wildlife conflict and cannot be solved by displacing one animal. Uh, he is believed to be, Eric Komen is believed to be 30 years old, uh, was a familiar site for people who lived in the forest range for decades, um, And uh, but as the population grew, the houses made of concrete became common and the elephants started damaging buildings and having run-ins with human leading to protests from locals. So even though they captured him and took him away, they're like, look, this problem in... It's not going away. It's not going away. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. If there's anything that we should all say here, yeah. it's that. That's it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hear you, brother. Uh, installations by Italian artist Maurizio Catalan hey. are famously provocative, but his signature work, a banana taped to a wall... Yeah. Fell prey to a basic impulse, the hunger it provoked in a South Korean college student. Uh, the art in question, which is called Comedian, uh, it is frequently replaced. It's a duct tape banana that's meant to evoke everything from Charlie Chaplin's slapstick comedy to the fruit's status as an emblem of global trade. We talked about yeah, this when it first came on no the scene. No way it could be the original banana. No, it's still they replace it regularly. It spoke to No Hyun Soo in simpler terms, reminding him that he had skipped breakfast that morning, so... As his vi- at his visit to Seoul Liam Museum of Art stretched past noon, uh, he seized the yellow fruit and ate it, ignoring. Is that art in his own right? Well, that's kind of what he's saying. Yeah. Uh, ignoring the alarm cry of a museum staffer, it took about a minute to yank the banana and eat it. When it was done, he reattached the peel to the spot on the wall. He told the museum he ate the art because he was hungry, and then he also opined about the artist's intent in the interview, asking if the fruit, which is replaced every few days to keep the insulation looking fresh, is meant to be eaten. He also suggested his own actions might qualify as art uh-huh. rather than a mere transgression as he transformed Catalan's work and put it back on display. Uh, the no drama lasted only around 30 minutes as museum workers installed a second banana to restore Catalan's vision. They have banana employees there, clearly. The museum will not pursue any damages. Mm. Uh, The staff said that they, uh, when the artist uh, was told about the purloined banana, he replied that it wasn't a problem. There we go. Artist does not have an issue. Did you create your own banana art in the office? It wasn't a banana, but oh, yes, okay. I did. I did do uh, my own version of that Got a, a while back. All right, and there you go. That is the last story in the bizarre file for you. We'll take a break. When we get back, we will have our uh, concert keyword, but we have a different word that we need now. It's secret text word. Yes. Uh, uh, so, Kathy, we do indeed need a please. Ten. All right. Ten. ten. Caller, you heard her. Two one five two six three WMMR. We'll see if you know the secret text word. Come back with a winner, and also we'll get the keyword for. MMR Scots or Cash. Trashy music news coming up too. Stay there. It's a scientific fact. People like free shoes. 
And at WMMR.com, you can find out how to score yourself some of that, like concert tickets, autographed gear, and even cash. Become an MMR VIP to get extra chances to enter online at WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. We're right on the cusp of giving away cash and tickets. Let's give away something else. Woo-hoo! We were looking for caller number 10 for the secret text word. We have caller number 10, and it's David. Hey there, David. Hello, hello. All right, David, do me a favor and give me the secret text word, please, sir. Relax. Relax. Yes. That's perfect. Hang on the line, bud. Casey, I realize you wanted me to do the other thing first. I apologize. Uh, David, we're going to set you up with a chance to win 90 minute, or you did win a 90 minute float session and 30 minute sauna session at Halcyon Floats. Give mom the gift to Lexi this year with a float and sauna session at Halcyon Floats, Philadelphia's premier float center. And float stresses, uh, uh, float stress and pains away. For the deepest level of inner peace and relaxation, there is Halcyon Floats. That's spelled H A L C Y O N Floats. Dot com Relax, recover, reset. And we want to congratulate Tom Johnson of Prospect Park because he was our secret texter or a random texter that nice. we grabbed. And we're going to set him up as well. So congratulations, my friend. All right. Now we can do this. MMR's Concert Cash. Now, here's your Concert Cash keyword. All right. The word is learn. L-E-A-R-N. You have until 15 minutes after the hour to enter it. You can do it through the contest page, WMMR.com. You can enter it through the MMR app, or you can text it to the special contest short code number, which is 45911. One random entry wins $1,000 in our company-wide contest. And all MMR winners get two tickets to the MMRBQ, Saturday, September 16th. Tickets are on sale now, by the way. And winners will get a call from Beasley, so make sure that you answer your phone. Contest rules available, WMMR.com. Uh, for MMRBQ details, text word FINALLY to 39333 for a link to the information. So, again, the word is LEARN, L-E-A-R-N. So, good luck to you. Uh, today's lesson question, we have a pair of tickets as MMR rocks Aerosmith. It is the Peace Out Farewell Tour. Black Crows are playing on this show yeah. as well. And we are, let's see, the show is Saturday, September 2nd. Wells Fargo Center, and tickets are on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. So the question that we have for you this morning is, yeah, we got to do this. Who is one of Pornhub's favorite models? Uh, 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to that. All right, who is one of Pornhub's favorite models? And that's not, we're not really asking that question. It's what was, you know, so if you call in and say... Lisa Ann or whatever. That's not going to be it. Won't work. It's, uh, it was a made-up one from earlier this morning. So you know the answer. See if you know the answer. Call now. By the way, I could have used what future generation of aliens speak yeah, cup? <laughs> the cuppians. The cuppians. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's do the trash. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right. Brought to you by... Dilling HVAC. For a limited time, Dilling will tune up your AC system for just $59 and offer no payments for 12 months on a new system install. And you can book now at D I L L I N G 
HVAC.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Alec Baldwin and the crew of the movie Rust in Montana blocking out action scenes on Monday. Apparently, the crew immediately scattered screaming when Baldwin was asked when he wanted to wrap up and said he was shooting for six. Oh, oh my God. During a royal visit to Wales, Princess Catherine, a.k.a. Kate Middleton, had an adorable encounter with a young when a young child proceeded to play with her pocketbook. Kate was apparently prepared for just such an encounter because the baby pulled out what appeared to be a flesh-colored mini lightsaber. Oh, wow. Hey! And finally, Kanye West is holding a nationwide audition for bald models to show off a new collection. He says the audition is open to everyone except for, quote, that guy Steve Morrison, because I've seen that S up close and it ain't pretty. (laughs) (laughs) That's your Hollywood track. Let's see if we can get an answer to this question. Uh, Who is uh, one of Pornhub's favorite models? 215-263-WMMR. And it is Joe that we're going to go to. Hi, Joe. Good morning. Morning. All right, Joe, who's one of Pornhub's favorite models? Busty Trusty. Yes, Busty Trusty. All right, hang on a second. We're going to view a pair of tickets as MMR rocks Aerosmith. It's the Peace Out Farewell Tour 50th anniversary of Aerosmith. And it's celebrating a lifetime of hits Saturday, September 2nd at Wells Fargo Center. The Black Crows will be on the bill as well. Tickets go on sale Friday at 10 a.m. via wellsfargocenterphilly.com. And you can text farewell to 39333 for a link to the details, including pre-sale info and another chance to win tickets for MMR VIP. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. I brought to you this morning by Mulchworks. Mulchworks of Aston offers the highest Quality mulch, topsoil, it's manufactured on-site, and they also have leaf compost, decorative stone, pavers, and more. On delivery or pickup for residential and commercial markets, you can visit mulchthis.com. We had uh, Greg Harris, the president and CEO of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, on earlier this morning. Because the 2023 inductees have been announced. So I'll run down the list of yes. them for you. In the performer categories, uh, we have Kate Bush, Cheryl Crow. Missy Elliott, George Michael, Willie Nelson, Ray Against the Machine, and the Spinners all being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. As we said earlier, eclectic. George Michael won the fan vote. He had over a million votes, I believe. And so a lot of people were pushing for him to get in, and he sure did. Uh, That's the performer category. A couple of other categories. The Musical Influence Award uh, goes to DJ Cool Herc. Not familiar with, but no. uh, apparently a strong influence. Sounds like Hercules. And guitarist uh, Link A. What was the name of that, um, of his huge uh, hit? I can't think of it. Oh, that's him? Yeah. yeah. That's in uh, Pulp Fiction? Yeah. Rumble. Rumble. That's yeah. it. That's the tune. That is a... It's a badass song. It is. And for its time, like yeah. it was almost like, and, and there's no sexual. It's instrumental. It's almost like evil. It's almost like metal for that time, you know? Like you then, wow, that's scary music. Uh, but it's a great piece of um, totally a scared instrumentation. Don't be a scared. I'm, I'm a scared. Uh, Link Ray is now going to be entered into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is her. There you go. Ooh. Scary. Dude. 
Dude, I like this version of this. Uh, so Link Ray is going to be in uh, the Rock Mall Hall of Fame. Uh, also entered in for the Musical Exchange, or not excellent, I'm sorry, Musical Excellence Award. Uh, and as Greg told us this morning, seven-time nominated Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan! Finally Shaka. gets finally gets in. So, um... Shaka Khan! Shaka, Shaka. Shaka Khan! Um, and yeah, obviously... Loads of R&B work, but, um, keep in mind she sang, like, on a higher love with, uh, with Steve Winwood. She's great. She's been in... <laughs> in the rock world. She had uh, a little bit of an issue. Remember when the uh, Rolling Stone came out with their uh, 200 vocalists of all time? Mm-hmm. And she she placed their people, and I think she's right, that placed ahead of her on the list that are not as good a singer as is she. Agreed. Those lists are always wonky. Ah, uh, they suck. Yeah, they suck ass. Suck ass. Uh, also in the Musical Excellence Award, Al Cooper. I'm not familiar with Al Cooper. Cooper spelled with a K. Nick, if you wouldn't mind looking that up real quick. Uh, while he's looking that up, a name you do know, most likely, uh, Bernie Taupin yes. is going to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is wonderful. What Rightfully a, so. What a, what a wordsmith. But amazing poetry. You know, I mean, it really he, is. You know, listen, Elton John had, was with another writer for a brief period when Bernie Taupin sort of parted ways. And then the music immediately became really good again when he came back. Now I remember, because Greg told us this morning, Al Cooper uh, was a keyboardist. And he plays the, uh, on um, uh, Like a Rolling Stone, he plays the the keyboard on that, which is an iconic solo and and melody that goes through that. And uh, he's also on You Can't Always Get What You Want. Uh, he played piano on that, and or organ, I guess. And on Rita Coolidge's uh, The Lady's Not For Sale. And... A bunch of other great stuff. Yeah, I, I love the organ in this song. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, wait a minute. He was his first professional work was a 14 year old guitarist in the Royal Teens, best known for their 1958 ABC Records novelty song. Short shorts, short what? shorts. Yeah, and that song was written by a dude that ended up being, being in the uh, in the Four Seasons. You remember? That's right. He was Joe who, Pesci's friend. Right? Yes. Yeah. Who wears short shorts? We. That was for Nair. They used it as a commercial. Yeah, they ended up using it as a right. commercial. Yeah. Uh, and then the final. And, and they were also in that commercial for Beaver Be Gone. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah. I don't remember Beaver yeah. Be Gone. That was a hair removal Absolutely. one, too? Absolutely. Okay. Nice beaver. Uh, the final award, Amit Ardigan. Uh, the Amit oh. Ardigan Award goes to Don Cornelius. That's right. Soul Train. Soul Train. I used to watch Soul Train every Saturday. Yeah. Once the c- cartoons would wrap up, yep. they would go into Soul Train. Great show. Yep. So congratulations. To all of those now inductees <laughs> of the deal. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Hey! I wonder who that so guy was. Oh, yeah, who was that? Who was the guy that yeah. screamed that? Because as a kid, that used to crack me up because his voice yeah. goes up so, so high. You see that. the animated train sort of yeah, moving along, moving yeah. along? Yep. I think you could hit that. That's really up to... <clears throat> oh, I don't think so. <laughs> me, 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 me. The sound! I'm up there, but yeah, I'm not. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, you got it. 
girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> you think Kyle could do it? Yeah, he could probably do it. Kyle hit some pretty high falsetti, but that's way Not up like Steve there. Can. It's so close. Ah, I'm right there. Now I have to work for it. It's a Nick, guy named uh, Joe Cobb. Um, and, uh, it's like, just Cornama. Uh, yeah, Cornama, and she she was legendary in a different field. Uh, but this is apparently a broadcast legend, Joe Cobb. Invented the Cobb salad. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. A lot of people don't know that. Could you imagine someone's first name being Cornana? <laughs> I'm Cornana. How Not even Cornanda. Cornana. Cornana Cobb. Cornana Cobb. <laughs> Joe Cobb also owns Gravity Hair Salon. No kidding. Wow. Same guy? It's well, amazing. I don't think so. So the same guy who's saying that high part of the Soul Train intro owns Gravity. <laughs> there's a bunch of famous Cobbs. There's Randall Tex Cobb. There's Ty Cobb. I love Randall Tex Cobb. Yeah, there's we this get guy. Him on. Is he still alive? I'd love to get him on for an interview. He's Randall got Tex- uh, Philly connections, too. Uh, uh, Randall Tex Cobb does. He invented uh, Ben Franklin. Nope. Wait, what? We do famous Cobbs one morning? Yeah. Okay. Your favorite Cobbs. I like that. It's What's very relatable. <laughs> Everyone knows a Cobb. <laughs> You want some good breaking news, Preston? Are yeah. we done with this thing? We yeah. always have bad, so yeah. yes, no, good would good. be nice. I'm right. done with that thing. What is it? Joel Embiid is going to play tonight. Oh! Yay! Uh, it was on the fence up until just now? Yeah, he uh, apparently told the rest of the team, and so um, game is uh, starts at 8 p.m. tonight, tip-off is at 8. Uh, I thought they might wait until Friday night because it's a home game and they can you know, give him the trophy on Friday night. Uh, Matt Cord said that the commissioner from the NBA is going to be there on Friday as well, but looks like he's going to play tonight, which is oh, a good sign. excellent. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and they're going to do a halftime performance of Corn on a Cobb. Right, <laughs> yes. As a special tribute yeah. uh, to Joe Cobb. The sister of the man who sang the high part of the Soul Train theme song. Ladies and gentlemen, corner the car. <laughs> There's a lucky fan. That's her brother. Cornana. Uh, do you want to hear Joe Cobb explain? Hang on a second. Yeah. How he hit that high frequency? I do want to hear that. The All right. Uh, story the... behind Soul Train. All right, here oh. we go. This is a Joe Cobb, right? And I was reading the copy for the program. The program was called Soul Train. And as I got to the point where Soul Train, as I read, I said, Channel 26, Saturday airing at whatever time, the Soul Train. And I just did it like that. And, yeah, I did it as a joke, honestly. (laughs) I even like the way he says in in the intro, the way he says train. Train! Train. Yeah, yeah. Like that. It's just iconic. Yeah. Do it again. There's no way anybody's still listening to the story. Incoming. Why are things exploding? Oh, because it's like the bomb. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, this is funny, right? Yeah. <laughs> right? This is funny. Okay. It's something. Some might call it uh, torture. Yeah, cruel. Some might. 
All right, just a couple other quick here. We're Inca- still in music we're business. Yeah, we're still the one that took the left turn with yeah. the Yeah, but with all this oh. cop talk. Yeah. yeah. My fault. Uh, so, White Stripes are... No, I was doing Incubus. Incubus uh, guitarist Mike Einzinger is launching a skin-related biotech company. Oh. Oh. Uh, the guitarist and his wife, Anne-Marie, will introduce their anti-aging care brand. Will called, this give you the powers of Mystique? It's called Mother Science on May 9th. I do not know if you'll be able to shapeshift or not, Steve. Mother Science. Remains to be seen. White Stripes are releasing a 300-page hardcover book containing all of their song lyrics. Consequence reports that the book will include Jack White's lyrics from their first album in 1997 uh, to their last, 2007's Icky Thump. Uh, the book will be available on October 3rd. You know what's a good song is uh, Fell in Love with a Girl? Yeah. It's like two minutes long. It is. It's so short. Super short. Yeah. And then finally, fans are suspecting, and this is interesting, and I would have to hear the audio myself, but they're suspecting that Blink-182's Tom DeLonge's auto-tune on his vocals at Coachella. Uh-huh. Fans were questioning a performance of the 2001 hit First Date. Uh, one of the Twitter users wrote, I'm sorry, but is Tom using auto-tune? And another wrote, the amount of auto-tune... On Tom DeLonge's voice during that Blink performance at Coachella should be illegal. So there are a lot of things that are now standard practice, and you've mentioned this. You know, backing the, tracks, backing tracks, and yep. all sorts of other things. I'm not. Depending on the the band, I'm. Uh, I'm not. I think, of, I think to of it. using it as an effect. Yeah, kind of like on that um, on that chair song. Do you believe right. in life ever love? Because they're, they're obviously using that to right. create an effect, to create a certain sound. Yeah. If you're using it for that, sure. Yeah, uh, or for that particular song, first date. Maybe they just wanted to give it a different sound. If he was doing it all night, I'd be like, dude, come right. on. Yeah, but yeah. if they're playing around with it, that's no big deal to me. I'm okay with it. I mean, it's not. He's not. Well, I don't think it's the same as singing with. Backing vocal tracks, right? You know, it, it, it doesn't bother me that if much. You, if the end result is that your singing has been altered or improved mm-hmm. with technology, then that's sort of cheating, right? Well, I mean, when you're performing make- to ninety thousand people, don't you want to the best show ever? Yeah, and- or, but I mean, then you could just actually play the album version and walk off stage. You Wendy, know, it reminds me of when uh, Greg became uh, Johnny Bravo. Yeah, on the the. Uh, uh, on the Brady Bunch, and yes, he's Greg. Like, <laughs> he's like, man, you 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 changed my voice. You'd, yeah, he's like electronics, man. It was reverb. They put reverb on his voice, <laughs> and Greg know, was yeah. all oh, yeah, upset funny. about it. So clowns never laughed before. The beanstalks never grew. Ponies never ran before. Wait, let's see. Harmony, Casey. Well, clowns never laughed before. And beanstalks never grew. I don't know how to, uh, you're the, um, composer. Oh, no. The Greg Brady, producer. No, no I can't, why can't I think don't of the word? Singer. Singer! No, Dan- when no you, he, was well, he was a dancer. What was, what is this? You did a, an, like an X thing. I can't. Or time think. out, or what is this? This is an X, that's a T. Okay. Well, that's, I don't know what that is. Okay. Hang on. Uh, the. Harmonizer? Yes! Yeah! Oh, my God. I, I got it eventually. Okay, yeah. there's no problem. I can't harmonize. I'm not very good at it, though. Yeah. Uh, I'm an okay sometimes I can harmonize, but a song as complex as uh, Bean Sprouts is, um, mm. I don't know. We really need Guarini back in studio. We do. He couldn't help us. He, um, he no, would he gore did. out his own ears. Do you know that song from, I think it was from Mame, Bosom Buddies? Will always be Bosom, bosom buddies. buddies. Yep. 
uh, there's a part in that where they say, we'll always be, and then they harmonize, harmonizing. I, there's it's no, great. yeah. I love when people can do there's that. There's no magic. what? There's no way I, I, I couldn't, because I was in MAME, and I tried to do, I couldn't harmonize. Do you know what we can do, though? <clears throat> you know what it is. Yeah. Three. Do you, which one do you want to do? Do we want to do the... Uh... Francais. Okay. <laughs> All Francais. <laughs> Hey, how does the front press? Me. Merci beaucoup. Okay, ready? Three. Let's see your face. Three, two, one. Merci beaucoup. Merci your face. That wasn't bad. That was good. That was pretty <clears> good. One. Yeah. Kathy, I don't think you I'm meant that. I know. Right. I'm proud of you guys. Kathy, if you I just get, can't believe this is still going. If you get the thumbs up from Kathy, who has some of our, our greatest song versions, <laughs> you know, I mean, uh, between the uh, My Heart Will Go On Forever and the... Uh, Little Mermaid? Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. We don't need Guarini. Why don't we have, um, I almost called him Kevin. Kyle help us out. <laughs> Kevin. We call him Kyle. Kevin, just for... <laughs> hey, Kev, get in here. Uh, do you want to hear the uh, Coachella auto-tune? You guys yeah, have sure. Three seconds of it. Yeah. All right, here we go. I hear a I mean, tiny bit. It, it sounds like very, like digital, like like cut, uh, cleaned up. But you can't tell from audio like that. No, it's also on a phone. Yeah, that's what I mean. So I don't know. Hi, Kyle. What are you doing? Hey, Kevin. Where are you going? Over here. Come, hey, Kev. Hey, Kev. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a microphone right there. So, there what are we doing? What What are you doing, Kevin? Kevin. You called him in. <laughs> called me in. Yeah, and go to the microphone that's turned on. There oh, okay. Right. Yeah, see the Dude, red light. Pacing past see the, the red light on there. That means the microphone's on. Oh, this is how radio works. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Hello. All right. Hi. What am I doing? I don't know. Okay. Do you think you could get us to harmonize? Do you think you'd be able to train us in like a... Can I come up with a curriculum first? Well, there's two things we want you to do. See if you can hit the high note in Soul Train, that intro. Okay. How high can you go? All right. Yeah, all right. Let me see. <laughs> the... Uh, yeah, I want to warm up. Uh, well, I got it. Let me... Soul yeah! Train! Yeah! yeah! That's yeah! it. All right. That is it. Hit it, Casey. Hit it. Oh, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, damn it. Yeah. All right. Please, right note. All right, now yeah, play you got him, it. Play them both and you, you jump in, all right? Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> Can you do it again? We don't want to blow so. your voice out. No, that's right. fine. Hit it, Case. The soul train. Yeah. Train. Damn, dude. Nice. Nice. God, you got some pipes on you. <laughs> all right. All right. Just, just wow. For, just for fun. Okay, what? Nick, can you try it? <laughs> My voice is so shot right I now. Know, yeah, know, yeah, you know. Don't, don't, don't make him do that. He'll hey, blow it out. By the way, I want to point out that uh, Kyle, Kevin, <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing now, knows the spinners. Yes. yes. Who just yeah. got inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, their bass singer called me during uh, one of the commercial breaks. No way. Yeah. Oh, I, that's awesome. Because I had congratulated them on Facebook and he wanted to say thank you. That's yeah. nice. Yeah. So. Can you be the third part of most merci beaucoup, merci your face? I, you know what? As... As you no know, good That's as your I, thing. yeah, as, right. as, as good as Thank I feel you. like I am at I vocalizing, harmonizing is really not my strong. Really, suit. no kidding. No, I, I, I've heard that some. It is there is an art form when you listen to the Beatles or you listen to in the beginning. We we love the the vocal warm up that the Eagles do in the beginning of the documentary. Yeah, it's just beautiful. It's just amazing, but it's difficult. Yes. Yeah. Well, you have to you have to have an ear. You you have to I have two. which is, <laughs> I mean, a musical ear. Oh, you have to be able to sing. A separate melody than the person next to you is singing, and, and essentially ignore what they're doing and focus yeah. only on your part. It's very, very hard to Let's do. Let's try one more time, right? Because I, when you hear people who don't know how to harmonize and they try to do the old, uh, you know, three Stooges, hello, yeah, hello, the person who sings the first note will automatically instead of going hello 
and holding that note, which they'll, is what you're supposed to do, they'll bump up with everybody yes, else. You're right. Because you don't realize that you're supposed to hit that part and keep it right there. All right, let's try it. Hello. Hello. No. No. All right, let's do it. Hello. Here, Casey, I'll sing the second part. All right. Hello. 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 Suck it. <laughs> Kyle's face, he's cringing. I know. Well, he, he's he's not, he's cringing out of amazement that we are masterful was, harmonizers you know what? but can't sing straight ahead. Maybe if we did it in French. Bonjour. 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 Who's going second? I thought I, I, thought I, you were going I second. was. No, okay, second. <laughs> Bonjour. 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 It was excellent. That was nailed it. That was actually pretty damn good. That's for our French right. listeners. <laughs> You want to hear Mame? <laughs> Mame. I want to go do my job now. Hey, Miss Andy. And your falcon punch your sister all day long. Mame was a little slut, wasn't she? She was oh, a complete yeah. whore. Yeah. <laughs> Is this who the spinners sang the Spaceballs theme? No, what? Spaceballs. We were just watching that yesterday, the beginning. Where is that true, Kyle? Uh, I don't know about that. All right. Or maybe that's during during a montage segment or something like that. I wouldn't doubt it. Uh, Yes, that'd be very cool. Mm, Let's hear it. Spaceballs. That doesn't sound like the spinners. No. There's a different, uh, yeah. there's like a, a funkier version. Yeah. This, it might be happening when uh, when they're trying to evacuate the ship. Yes. Uh, oh, okay. Yep. M- Mega Maid 1. Well, that was meant to sound sort of cacophonous, where yes. the spinners would be very much professional. Okay, so it's officially called the, the, the theme song. By the spinners in okay. Spaceballs. Space yeah. Spaceballs, the theme song. All right. That's amazing. We don't have time to get it we, right we, now. We need time for all the other crap that we just did? We yeah. did. Well, we did. Bill had asked that we address all these topics. Mm-hmm. He did? Is he here? <laughs> he is. He's right behind you. He's like a ninja. Yes. Hey, Casey, you got to call him when he does that. I know. <laughs> now, Bill has started taking to calling Casey now. Oh, he yeah. doesn't. Now, well, you've done it once or twice, right? No, okay. All right, uh, uh, that's it in music news. Turn your ringer off. Bro. I'm calling it. Did it just ring? Yeah. His phone just rang. Oh, my God. Bill's in radio and he doesn't put his phone on mute. No. Well, it's still sweet. Yeah, it is sweet. Sweet. He's adorable. Santa's got to go. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We'll get the letter today, word of the week prize, wrap up the program when we return. So stay with us. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. And a day coming to a close for us, but there is more, more, and much, much more for you to participate and partake upon here on the program. Quickly, before we move on to the next chapter, I would like to thank our guest. Uh, first of all, from the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Greg Harris. Yeah, hey. Was on the program, and the inductees have been announced. We jump them in music news and go to WMMR.com, get information about that if you like, but uh, you can also go to rockhall.com for all information concerning the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, and we also had uh, Mickey Morandini hey. uh, stop by along with Derek who came in from uh, Homers for Hope Celebrity Softball Game Saturday, May 6th at FDR Park. Some former Phils, bunch of people helping a local family 
uh, that suffered a severe tragedy. We heard the story, and that's what they do at homersforhope.org. And they they help out with financial problems. Yes, very important. And this is uh, retrofitting a home from a guy who went in for knee surgery. He ended up having a stroke during surgery. Lost the ability to walk and speak and all kinds of stuff. So they need to fix the house. Yeah. And I think it's a great thing that they're doing. So uh, we thank those guys for coming by this morning. And we thank Sarah Parker for being Yay. here today. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the Baba Tuta Baba Tuta She does it better than anybody. Really? Except for me. She's beating you? No. 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 She's close. Should we have a Baba off? We should have a... <laughs> no. Because you didn't go long enough with the singing segment that just happened. <laughs> you should harmonize that, President. Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I think you would just I don't even think great. I can wrap my mind around how that would work, but... How you doing, Sarah? I'm good. I'm super excited about the Rock Hall announcement. <laughs> if Snoop Dogg does not induct Willie Nelson, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. Because yeah. that's Agreed. perfect. Agreed. Hello. They become really, really good friends. They have. And uh, as Steve was saying earlier, it, he, Willie can outsmoke... Uh, <laughs> Even Snoop Dogg. Yeah. Yeah. So Crazy. it's just going to be a cloud of smoke on that ceremony stage. I can't wait. But a very ladies forward yeah. year this year with Kate Bush, Missy Elliott, Cheryl Crow. Yeah. That's awesome. I love yeah. Kate Bush. Yeah. I mean, I've always loved it. When she first came on the scene as, as kind of an alt goddess. Mm-hmm. And then the stuff she did with Peter Gabriel, her own solo stuff. Amazing. Yeah, yeah I know that's your like musical era, that's me. Steve. That's I am it. surprised. I thought White Stripes was a lock. Yeah. What about Soundgarden? I thought that they would. That too. Well, they've been nominated a, a few times, and it's always just that, eh, we'll vote for the biggies, and then they'll get it next year. But I I think they should absolutely be in. Or yeah. Chris Cornell as a solo artist, maybe and, one of those specialty categories. Yeah. We didn't even dive into, because we're just tired of having the um, uh, the discussion and, the, and the, uh, the debate of who should get in before whom, because, I mean, you know. You have Cheryl Crow or Soundgarden, or you have uh, Missy Elliott, or you know a, point, a few of the others at, at Iron Maiden for crying out loud. Iron so Maiden, just, Motorhead, Slayer, yeah. come on! We're just tired of doing the debate. Well, it, it, it's it's a lost issue now. I mean, you have yeah. Donna Summer, and uh, you know uh, uh, how many yeah. other artists? Uh, I get it. That's fine. I'm, I'm, don't think of it as a straight rock. Uh, situation. It's not. It's more pop, if anything, uh, or, or at least. I and it's know. about the attitude. It's about the I rock guess. and roll attitude well, and I'm, the people debate. When the floodgates open and you get Poison and Rat yeah. and some of these other guys that like, are Cisco, that are you, straight up. You already got Def Leppard in there. in the world of rock music, and and there will come a day. I think yeah. everybody's going to get in eventually. That's the way it works. So. Absolutely. And when y'all go, I'm coming with you. Sorry, you don't have a choice. But I'm done. I, God, I want to go to that hall so bad. Press. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to get there at some point. So, all right. Well, we need to get the letter of the day, and you're doing that, right? I'm so ready. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter... X, as in Xanadu. Wow. Good rush choice there. All right, we're going to give away uh, dinner for 10 at Nebraza Brazilian Steakhouse in Horsham. You can book a reservation now for your high school or college graduation dinner and enjoy 15 different cuts of meat and fish and gourmet salad bar and award-winning wine list. Book a reservation now at Nebraza.com. Uh, so what are you doing on the program today, please? Concert cash, giving away $1,000 at noon. And again, at 3 p.m. when Brett Porsche arrives, we'll do the workforce blocks. Five Finger Death Punch, Sublime, and uh, Pancake Root TBD. So we're going to have some Great fun band. with that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they were nominated yeah. for the Rock Hall, to right? To determined now, is awesome. We'll, we'll have some fun. We'll see what else we can fit into the blocks. And I'm also giving away tickets to Ardmore Beer Fest, which is Saturday, May 13th. And that will be hosted by Pierre Robert. Excellent. And right. Pierre should be back tomorrow, by the way.
by the way. Yes. All right. Thank you, Sarah. And I want to thank our sponsors. President Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by uh, J-Dog Junk Removal. Veteran owned. Visit jdog.com. Uh, tomorrow on the program, <clears throat> may the fourth be with you or may the Gorski with you. Yes. Uh, it oh, is geez. May the 4th, and it's also Ann Gorski's day. It's Ann Gorski Day. It's How about not her that? birthday. No, no. It's Ann Gorski Day. No, two celebrations. So we will have that. And and a little birdie says we put in a request to Justin Guarini. Yes, sir. Is he a go? Uh, we're working on him right now. All right. We'll see if he's going to join us tomorrow. All right. That's it. We're done. Ray John, have a great day, and we'll see you tomorrow, friend. Bye-bye. <laughs> On 93.3 WMMR. Hey, everybody. It's good to have you on the... What if you could make fresh, delicious meals at home without the stress of planning, prepping, or cleaning up? Introducing Tavala. Tavala is a first-of-its-kind meal service that makes eating well effortless. By combining a countertop smart oven with delivered meals, just scan a QR code to cook dinner. First, choose from a variety of chef-crafted meals delivered weekly to your door. When you're ready to eat, just do one minute of easy prep. Next, scan your meal's QR code with the Tavala Smart Oven, while the oven automatically switches between modes and temperatures for the perfect cook. Just sit back and relax. Your food's ready in 25 minutes or less. No shopping, no chopping, no cleanup. Simplify mealtime today with Tavala. Go to Tavala.com now to save $150 on a Tavala smart oven when you agree to order meals six times. That's T-O-V-A-L-A.com. Promo applied automatically at checkout. Tavala. Eat well effortlessly. Tavala.com.